Am I dreaming? Someone pinch me. Is this some Christopher Nolan Inception-inspired dream that I'm in? No. It's real. It's all real. Morpheus, keep your red and your blue pill. Actually, I'll take that blue pill if it's a Viagra. Could make for an interesting Brian's dating disaster story. But I'm off the rails. This is not a dream. This week, something happened. Something huge. Every comic book movie fan's wet dream. No, they're not making a Wonder Woman fleshlight, you pervs. Frank. Marvel and Sony worked out a mega deal for Spider-Man to star in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's right. Spider-Man himself will be mixing it up in New York with Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, Captain America, Black Widow, Hawkeye, and the rest of the Avengers. This episode... We're going to untangle this crazy web of news and break it down for our listeners we call the Leftover Army. This is not a dream. This is real. It's happening. Spider-Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's a great time to be a comic book movie fan. Marvel, I'm coming home. Episode 79. There's already like 7 million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat. But it's all been done before. And we don't want to be a copycat. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps. Dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Couldn't toss it, couldn't taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's fix it. Can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over counterculture. Push over pop culture. Leftover. And we uncool kids. What's to say has already been said. Leftover. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. You're listening to the only podcast with the balls to bite a radioactive spider. It's Pop Culture Leftovers. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers, the only podcast that sounds even better the second day after it's been uploaded. I'm Brian. I'm Jake. And we're We're the Leftovers. Leftovers. Stop! No fucking hammer time this week. Stop! Hammer time! No hammer time. No hammer time. No hammer time! So if you want to listen to a grown man talk about dicks and farts and laugh the entire time like a hyena, not going to happen this episode, right, Jake? No, no. We are not the podcast you're looking for this week. Yeah, exactly. So just turn us off now. True loyal listeners of the podcast, stick around. But yeah, if you're just listening... Yeah, it's just Brian and the prude police, right? Exactly. Prude police Jake. (laughs) 
So shutting it down, shutting, shutting down, down all the fart and dick jokes. Oh no, we don't get to listen to somebody laugh maniacally for fucking ten minutes on end about uh, dicks and farts and all that bullshit, right? Yeah, you probably got a stockpile of emails that you just haven't been able to read up, oh, in, I up until say, yeah, up until this point because of content that exactly. would uh, cause laughter. So. Yeah, there's one I'm saving for next week, I think. <laughs> oh no, yeah. Okay. I, I don't know. Maybe I should read them this week so we don't have to suffer through that, right? Yeah, exactly. That's a good idea. <laughs> it really is not. If I it's think about, about it. polls or something. Right. Or <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> so how was your week, man? It was okay. It was an okay week. I am on um, paid vacation, and it's my birthday in a week. So it's like at work, I've just got the mental countdown going on where it's like this many more days, and right. I, I don't have to be here for a week. Okay. So, yeah. It's been busy just kind of setting everything up so everything can run a week without me there. Okay. Very nice. You have to kind of do double work before you get the week off just to kind of get everything all. Is it going to be like hell when you get back, though? It will be. Yeah. No matter how much I do. Yeah. So it's almost like you didn't even take a vacation. Yeah. I come back and it's like I'm more aggravated than I've ever been Mm because everything's all fucking crazy. So. Got All to. right, yeah, let me fix everything you guys fucked up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let me take an extra three days putting everything back together. They should pay you fucking double time when you get back I from agree. a vacation. Because, like, that's what they're leaving for you is double the fucking work, right? I agree. I agree. So, yeah. So. Yep, the, my coworker's glad for me to go because while I'm gone, he'll get the manager pay for the week even though he'll drop the ball and not really be doing the work. <laughs> Must be nice for him. Yeah, so good going. Yeah. Good thing he doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to direct them to this episode. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, How about yourself? Oh, God, man. It's, I don't know, dude. I'm uh, still doing the whole workout shit. Yeah? I'm doing uh, you know five days a week, take two days off. And, uh, dude, it's like it's a gradual process. I didn't want to go like, you know, like all out like – Oh, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. Not doing that anymore. It's like step by step thing. Like the first time I tried it, like I was still eating cheese. Mm. I'm not eating cheese. I haven't had cheese in like over a fucking month. So diet's still going strong. Diet's still going strong. It's like insanely clean now to the point where like it's just insanely clean diet. Like all I'm eating is like fish and chicken. For lunch, I'll have like you know fish, ta- uh, not fish tacos, but like ta- uh, chicken tacos. With spinach instead of lettuce. Mm. Fucking all healthy shit, dude. I'll, like my shake in the morning? Yeah. Listen to this fucking thing. <laughs> this is going to make you fucking gag. This is what I'm fucking... This is my post-work... See, I eat my egg whites. Okay. And then I've got a post-workout shake. And my post-workout shake is I take uh, skim milk. Mm-hmm. Then I take half a beet. Okay. <laughs> Whole bait, a whole fucking beat. And then I take a handful of spinach and then I drop some strawberry protein in there. And I just let, and then I put more milk in it after I've blended it a little bit. And that's my post workout shake. That doesn't sound terrible. It's, it's the fucking beet, man. Is it gross? It's the beet. The beet tastes like earth. Now, what's in the beet that you need? Is it full of beta carotene or what's in the it's got like good sugars and it's it i think it's got a little bit of carbs but it's oxygenated like all fucking get out okay and it helps like your red blood cell count and uh they call it like nature's viagra it's supposed (laughs) to send like so much like fucking oxygen into your blood it's supposed to be like oh shit i ate a beat now i got a heart on (laughs) now i gotta beat it 
But that's not exactly how it works for me. Is that why they call it the beat? <laughs> uh, yeah, because eventually five minutes later you're beating it. But no, I, I'm not – you know, it doesn't really do that for me. It gets me energy and shit for the rest of my day and stuff. So, I, I, so it's after the workout, so it's kind of give you the energy back. I'm supposed to drink it before, but I don't like – okay, see the thing is like if you eat before you work out, all the blood that you're supposed to be using to like for your workout – it's gone to your stomach and helping with digestion. Mm, so I think, sense. yeah. So I say uh, I just do it all post-workout. And things that I've been cutting out, I fucking cut out soda. Oh. I haven't drank any soda since Tuesday. Since Tuesday? Yeah. So just recently? Just recently. Uh, yeah, that's a tough one for me. I could probably go cutting down on soda myself too. Um, well, they, they said, like, with all the natural sweeteners and all this shit, it's not good for you and blah bitty blah bitty blah So, like, I've been doing these, uh, I just get, like, the Nestle Pure Life fucking uh, waters, and I add these, uh, those little, uh, yeah, here it is, these water enhancers. Oh, yeah, I saw you doing that earlier. Yeah. I bet those are good, though. They're not bad. I get the crush ones, which are probably one of the worst ones for you, but I'm still getting my water. yeah. You can't drop off all that sugar like cold turkey. It'd probably be rough. No sugar in it. Oh, no sugar. It's sugar-free. Yeah. It's just got a little bit of sodium in it, but it's got preservatives and stuff in it, which I'm sure aren't great. But, like, I'll lean off that, and I'll get to something a little bit better for me. But I'm taking it in stages. I'm not going to go – I'm not going to burn myself the fuck out, you know you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to eat like, eat, like, every three hours. And I'm not talking like, ooh, I'm going to – like, I'm a fucking hobbit. And I'm like, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Second breakfast, third breakfast. I'm just eating like fucking like, oh, here's an orange three hours later after I ate the first time. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Keep my metabolism going. So, Do you work out in the morning? I work out in the morning. So okay. like I'm in bed by like 8 o'clock. I'm up at like 4.30 in the morning and I'm at the gym by like 5.30 and shit. That way I can avoid all the fucking regular people that come in there. I want the machines by myself. Half the time I'm in there by myself. Just maybe like two or three other people in there at the most. And... I get it out of the way. When I get off work, I don't have to worry about doing it. There you go. They have, like, you can go in there early. There's no one there. You can, like, set up the uh, OK Go treadmill video thing and do that. You know what I'm talking about? No, I have no idea. They, they did a video where they put, like, eight treadmills together, and then they do this dance routine while walking on the eight treadmills. Is that the the the, the music video? Yeah, yeah. That fucking video is amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. I love that. Yeah. I always wanted to try to recreate that. We should... Meet up at the gym Probably at 5 in the Probably not at the morning. gym. We might get, <laughs> get kicked out. <laughs> but they, yeah, that fucking video is amazing. I think they did like a – they've done gags on like Family Guy and Simpsons oh, really? too based off of it and everything. Nice. So yeah, good stuff. Yeah. I always think about that now when I think of gym equipment is that video. That's like the, right. the first thing that comes to mind. And well, it's good that you're actually thinking about gym equipment. You're not in the gym, but you know, you're thinking about it, Jake. That's there we good. Go. It's the first step. Making strides. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I get my workout as far as walking goes yeah. at my job. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah. But, yeah, still working out, enjoying that. Um, worked out most – you know what I mean? After a month, I, like, worked out most of the kinks of, like, oh, God, I don't want to go today. I'm actually – I'm looking forward to it. I really like going now. Yeah, it's good podcast and music time, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I like it. Uh, let's see here. Wanted to give a shout-out to Jake Harmon's beard again. Oh, no. Here we go. It has its own fucking Twitter fucking page now. Did <laughs> I, you see I this shit? I laughed so hard at that. I saw, oh, I got a new follower. Who is it? 
Oh, yeah. it's Jacob Harbin's beard. I didn't even notice it until fucking yesterday. Who do you think it is? We got any leads on uh, who who uh, is running Jacob Harmon's beard? The his sentient fucking beard is running that beard. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll play along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but see, the thing is, is like I looked at it and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, a few episodes. I think it was 77. We talked about Jacob Harmon. He has this glorious beard. And, you know, I... We talked about it, and we it turned into a conversation where, like, we talked about how we wanted his beard to become sentient. Like, is there a day where beards become sentient and start doing, like, things around the house for you? <laughs> and doing lots of other things right. that you had it doing. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I can think, like, what if the ZZ Top guys had sentient beards? Those things could jack them off. Yeah. They would be, like, the kings of the beard community, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> The three wise rulers. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe there's only two, right? Only two of them have the ZZ Top beards? Yeah, that's true. Okay. They've been offered millions to cut those fucking things off. Oh, wow. For, like, charity or just... Uh, I mean, what would they, What do the people want the beard? Do they want to put them in, like, a museum or something? What's, I don't... Yeah, well, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Here you go. Here's the beard exhibit. <laughs> wow. That's weird. But, no, I don't know. Maybe charity. Yeah, Okay. It's not like they're, they're going to, like, turn it into a wig. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to use it for the next Wonder Woman movie. Yeah, true. Or it's like, oh, Brett Michaels might need it in a few years. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just said it. Just fucking said it. But the thing is, I looked at his, uh, it's a Twitter handle, and the Twitter handle is at Jake Harms, H-A-R-M-Z, at Jake Harms Beard. And it only has four tweets. Yeah, yeah. So it's like he did it, and it was like, oh, this is fun, fun idea. And then he stopped doing it, or his beard stopped doing it. Maybe his beard's got other things going on. (laughs) But I want to wake the beard up. I want to get some sage advice from this fucking sentient beard. I mean, where else are you going to get advice from a sentient beard, Jake? I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Just five tweets. Two hours ago it tweeted. Oh, it tweeted again. It's back. Yeah, what a tweet. I want some sage advice. I want I want I want some uh, nuggets of wisdom here. It says, "I approve of this message. It's a spiritual journey growing a beard and then the beard starts growing you." Oh, you know, that's like a that's like if I opened up a fortune cookie and it had hair in it. I wonder how um the beard I, I bet it can't tweet very much because of access to the smartphone and the computer. Uh yeah, you know, it's heat sensitive. Yeah, good point. Maybe it's like only after he gets out of like a hot piping shower or a sauna or a or, steam room. Or maybe it can control Jacob like while he's sleeping. Right. And oh. like use his hand. It, or, yeah, it like wraps its, you know, yeah. little follicles around his fingers and <laughs> controls his finger like Jacob a puppet. Jacob sleeping wakes up and like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> what have I tweeted? You're back at it again, you fucking hairy son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, yeah, we talked about that. My takeaway from that episode was my beard is total shit because you guys never brought me up once during that conversation. No, we didn't. (laughs) We didn't. We didn't. We didn't want to say your beard is total shit, but it's like it's uh, okay. Can we can we look at it this way? Is your beard striving to get to Jacob Harmon's level? No, no, no. Yeah, just like you getting in the gym, your beard doesn't give a fuck either. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) If it was sentient, that would not be good. <laughs> okay. No sentient beard. No, you have a nice beard, too. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I was fishing for that. So. <laughs> oh, didn't, mean, didn't mean nothing. I fish for compliments all the time. <laughs> I don't get a goddamn one. <laughs> 
<laughs> need to try harder, fish harder. Yes, I feel like a redheaded stepchild, or I feel like you know. Sometimes I feel like that uh, the the mother from uh, a Christmas story, the the woman who hasn't eaten a hot meal in over fifteen years. Oh, geez. you know, I do. You know, I just saw that movie for the first time like two years ago. For the first time, isn't that, isn't that terrible? That is terrible. What do you think? Because see, that's a nostalgic thing for me. I remember me sitting around with the family watching that movie, and when the kid starts eating like a little pig mm-hmm. on the mashed potato plate, as a fucking like seven, six, seven year old boy, me and my family, we just laughed and laughed and laughed. What did your jaded ass think about I, that film? I liked it. it did you? It was hilarious. I, I was. And I went into it jaded, like, okay, yeah. let's watch this movie that has to be played all day long that right. everyone loves, blah, right. blah, blah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you did. <laughs> Where's the fucking product yeah. placement? <laughs> I, I want to snap that kid's neck. <laughs> of course, they're trying to sell BB guns. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, old, the old Red Rider. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I loved it. It was great. I was like... I was like Uncle Scrooge, you know, like yeah. Christmas morning. Like, I yeah. can change my ways. It's an American classic. <laughs> and you know what? I think the 90s really suffered from really shitty Christmas movies. Oh, yeah. What's well, the, like, maybe, I don't know. No the way. Santa Claus. Ooh. Oh, fuck Tim Allen. <laughs> fuck Tim Allen. I cannot stand Tim Allen. I've never liked anything <laughs> Tim Allen has ever done. <laughs> <laughs> That's his whole yeah. Oh my god. Tim Allen and who's the other one? Paul Reiser. Oh yeah. Two things from the nineties that can go away from me. You know what? I could never accept Paul Reiser as like a good character because of aliens. Like because that's yeah, the very first yeah, thing I ever yeah. saw him in. And he's, he's such, such a douche. Yeah, he's such a giant dick face <laughs> yeah. in that movie. Right. He's like that biggest ass hat I've ever right. known as an eight year old. Right. And then it's like I'm supposed to think he's charming in the next like ten things he's in. The only episode of uh what was that show? Mad about it? you. Mad about you? Was that it? With him and Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt. Yeah, yeah where the fuck did she go? She got sucked <laughs> the, up in the, that the tornado. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch is gone. Um, no, I think she wanted to get out of Hollywood. That yeah. was like her choice. Yeah, <laughs> allegedly. Yeah, she's like a Rick Moranis. Yeah. She did that. Yeah. Oh. She just kind of got burnt out on Hollywood and wanted to leave. But, uh, <laughs> where was it? Oh, it was the episode where Paul Reiser took the viagra for the first time (laughs) and he had just taken a shower or something like that and he locked himself out of the apartment and he's got like a boner (laughs) you know what we're 15 minutes in frank's not here we've only mentioned dicks twice beating it with the fruit with the vegetables excuse me and then now with paul riser i don't know i don't know where this episode's gonna go could be a whole lot of dick talk but anyway he gets locked out of the apartment we can can have adult dick talk exactly and not laugh about it (laughs) maniacally for the fucking for fucking 10 minutes while i try to read a goddamn email about shit (laughs) my god about literal shit yeah we were talking about eric grubb's email talking about shit i didn't even read like the last five sentences i was done (laughs) i remember I couldn't get through the goddamn thing. <laughs> this, this poop was a giant poop, and it must have been a two-flusher. <laughs> oh, fucking shoot me. I mean, I know it's funny for everybody listening, that was but the- Frank was drinking, and it was another one of those, are we going to have a San Diego Comic-Con moment? And Who's- I was fucking, I was mortified. Who sent that email? Do you remember? Eric Grubb. Eric Grubb, that was the shittiest email we've ever gotten. <laughs> Literally, Literally, in yeah. both senses of the word, of the term shit exactly 
<laughs> I think now it's just going to become a thing where people are going to send in like, oh, here's my ball email. Oh, crap. And here's my dick email. and <laughs> We'll have a poop talk bumper. Yeah. Oh, poop fuck. talk. No, I'm not making a bumper to encourage anything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just a burp and a fart and like yeah. a sprung noise. <laughs> <laughs> sprung. <laughs> and then, like yeah. Barney from The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. There's still some beer left in this ashtray. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's hilarious. Mm. Oh, drinking the beer from the ashtray. That's a classic reference. I love that episode. Oh, <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> the Barney line I always think of is the uh, from the uh, Quickie Mart episode where they drink the super slushy, and he's all like, I don't know who you magical fairies are, but I sure love your pixie dust. <laughs> or I'm sure I didn't quote it verbatim, but you- oh, I'm sure we'll hear about it. <laughs> Dante is already fucking googling that going on Sim- Simpsons Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is the speech exactly. You got it wrong. Here I am to get it right. Jake's such a giant Simpsons fan. How did he not? know that right. exactly oh you called slave one slave i <laughs> do you remember that one? Oh, oh, oh i do god you heard about that for days <laughs> take away my star wars fan club card I, exactly i'm ripping it up i'm putting it through the paper shredder right now <laughs> live on the show <laughs> there, went, there went my card you are no jedi i'll have to reapply now <laughs> Can you get all the? They're gonna like show you like the silhouettes of like twelve Star Wars ships, and you have to not only like verbally enunciate each one correctly, right? But, but right, spell them each correctly. Spell them each correctly. <laughs> Maybe Jacob Harmon's beard is gonna be the one that calls you out on this oh, one. No. Maybe it's a big Simpsons fan. Oh, I better not get any hate tweet from Jacob Harmon's beard. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> when, when, <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go to Twitter War with Jacob Harmon's beard. It, it owes half of its fame to us. Yeah. The other fame it goes to the beard because it is a glorious goddamn beard. The other half making the public aware of this beautiful fucking beard, and you should probably follow the beard <laughs> at Jake Harmon's beard. But it's because of us, and if it, if it goes against us. Are we going to have to go to war with Jake? Are, oh, we yeah. gonna, are we going to war with facial hair? I'll start a Twitter account, Jake Elliott's Razor. Uh, you know what? I'm going <laughs> to fucking make a lightsaber that's a fucking, uh, like a shick or something. <laughs> <laughs> the pivot saber. <laughs> Darth pivot. Mm. Oh, man. You ever see um in the first season of Saturday Night Live, they did like a fake commercial where it was like a razor with three blades? Oh, yeah. And that was the joke. That was the joke. Now we've got him with, like, the shit quattro. Yeah. Isn't that five? Yeah, it's hilarious. God. You watch that now, like, you for the first time, you're like, I don't understand why this is funny. It just seems like a regular racer commercial. When is too... How many blades is too many blades? I don't know. And I'm not talking about the fucking, uh, the movies, the vampire movies. <laughs> yeah, two was enough. <laughs> two was enough. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. How many blades is too many? I don't know. I've used that quattro thing for wesley snipes never yeah, never <laughs> give me a job <laughs> him and anthony mackie hey, i do knew it. it i knew it they should team up yeah they're probably both blocked by marvel phones <laughs> well they're both marvel properties so there could be like a blade falcon team up oh there we go oh man that's yeah. what the public demands <laughs> do you have any anthony mackie news this week god damn it i wish i did i live for anthony mackie news now I, it's like my favorite thing <laughs> Uh, I hope for it every week. Yeah, so uh, 
Fuck, man. Wow. <laughs> We're blabbing on. We don't need Frank to talk on and on for forever about nothing. Exactly. That's true. So uh, yeah. Where's Frank? Where's Frank? Can we talk about where he's at? Can we talk about where Frank's at? He's in uh, Philadelphia, right? Yeah, he got arrested. <laughs> in Philadelphia? In Philadelphia. Yeah. He was going to make it back in time, but... Right. He went and saw Fifty Shades of Grey... Indecent exposure, yeah. <laughs> yada, yada, yada. Oh, not the movie. That's what happened in Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> and so he was arrested promptly. Yeah, he was buttering his popcorn a bit too much is yeah. what I heard. Yeah, he had the hole at the bottom of the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Offering people popcorn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm very unfortunate that an 80-year-old woman was sitting next to him. So do we have a Fifty Shades of Grey review this week? Not this week, but it is happening next week. Ne- and next people week. might be thinking, like, why? Why? Why a Fifty Shades of Grey review? And we're the pop culture leftovers. What's, pop culture. What's bigger in pop culture right now, unfortunately, yeah. than Fifty Shades of Grey? I'm, I'm going in thinking, like, is this going to be the resurgence of showgirls is this going to be as edgy is this going to be like our generation sur- no i'm that i'd say showgirls is our generation showgirls but yeah. is this going to be like the millennials showgirls or are they going to dial it down a little bit yeah i don't know it, it'll be interesting to see so mm-hmm. yeah i'm gonna go see it by myself and be all extra creepy favorite part of showgirls throwing it out there oh. seriously if that was not a uh, movie where you okay that movie came out when i was like 19 18 19 i need to see showgirls again i don't think i've seen it since i was like 19 elizabeth berkeley gina carano kyle mclaughlin yeah and when i saw it i was seeing it because i was 19 and pervy I, I wasn't like appreciating a bad movie yeah i was definitely there but i've seen it as an adult now <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it was like, oh, okay, the pool scene, I made it through. I fast-forwarded to the pool scene, made it through halfway to the pool scene, spanker chiff in hand, I'm done, <laughs> movie's over. But, you know, like, uh, the whole fucking, the ice nipple scene, do you remember oh, that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. How can you forget that? <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> yeah. It's all coming back, it's all coming, it's all coming back. It's all, all coming memories. back to me now. Yeah. Is that what you're singing? That is that song? Yeah, that's the uh, what is it, Celine Dion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever seen the Celine Dion shirt where they make it look like it's all metal and shit? And there's like a, I think like a pentagram and shit, maybe even like a fucking goat on the front, and it looks all fucking like, she's you know, like death metal. No, <laughs> and she's not even on it. It just says Celine Dion. That's awesome. It's the most amazing T-shirt ever. <laughs> that is an amazing T-shirt. Yeah. Oh man, we're going on and on. So yeah, we're going to see the Fifty Shades of Grey. It's awesome. Yep, I already got a title for next week's episode. Oh, really? Yeah, I'll tell you about it. You want, should I bust it out? You can spoil it to me, but don't let them know. All right, I won't let them know. <laughs> okay. Uh, another thing I wanted to talk about, really, really cool. I consider this guy a friend, and uh, he's one of the very first listeners of this podcast. And, um, I mean, I think he goes all the way back to episode one. Wow. And uh, he's been a, a great friend to me. Um, for the the beginning of the show, I, I, he's the first listener I ever talked to on the phone. We still talk on the phone today, not as much as I want to. And the problem with that is, whenever I get this guy on the phone, yeah, because he's I consider him such a good friend, is that we, hey man, we're gonna talk for like you know maybe half an hour. It turns into an hour and a half every time with this guy. Oh, oh no, we've said goodbye like four or five times. We go off and we keep, you know, like on one the more show, thing, one <laughs> more thing. And we keep talking. I'm talking about Sean Hamilton of creating studios. Oh, nice. Who also does another podcast called league of geeks. 
Um, Hopefully, uh, you know, we'll be able to talk to Sean on the show in the future. He's a, a very dear friend of mine, and um, he sent me something oh, this wow. week. And um, this is amazing, and I'm going to show it to you now. Okay, let's see it. What do you got? Brian is reaching into a box and getting something. Now, I believe he went to New York Comic Con to get this for me. Okay. And uh, he had an extra copy of it. He knows that my favorite artist mm-hmm. is female comic book artist and graphic art uh, graphic artist uh graphic novel artist fiona staples best known for saga mm-hmm. check this out fiona staples digest number one signed oh christ let me look at my hands before I <laughs> signed okay. by fiona staples oh wow that's beautiful it's uh her signature's on the front. It's got some amazing sketches in there. Oh, it's got like like this transparent sketch paper right. too. That's super cool. Oh man, isn't it amazing? Wow. There's a Judge Dread in there. Oh, this is super a lot of nice. stuff that I've never seen her draw. Is that before. a Joker? Yeah, it looks like a Joker. There's a a Lobo. Yeah, Judge Dread. This is super nice. Yeah. Wow. How much? Uh, I bet these things are usually like ten to twenty bucks too. I think he just gave it to her. I could I could be wrong. He said her line was pretty low that year at the con, and she gave him a couple, and he sent one to me. And so I wanted to thank him. Yeah, this is gorgeous. Sean is one of my favorite people on the planet. He is one of the coolest guys ever. I love talking to him. He always puts me in a good mood. And um, if if you're not listening to League of Geeks, I'm telling you, listen for Sean, listen for Sean Hamilton. He's a great guy, and um, I wanted to thank him personally for this. He wanted to make sure I got it, so I told him I got it. I was like, I was going to surprise you on the show, buddy. Oh, nice. He was worried though. Yeah, he's worried. I can understand because this is this is definitely something that he wanted to see get into my hands, and it's something I'm always going to treasure. So thank you so much, Sean. This is amazing. Nice. Yeah, that is super cool. Those sketchbooks are really neat. Yeah. You can get at cons like that. That's one of the coolest yeah. things is to walk around the uh, artist alley and look at everyone's like sketchbooks that yeah. they're selling and everything. Yeah. Um, and yeah, on her website, she doesn't do any more commissions and things like that. Oh. So this meant a lot to me. Very, very cool. All right. We do have an email contest. It's going to wrap up uh, next week and uh, going to play all of them for nice. everyone. Got six or seven submissions already. I know we're going to get a few more here. Uh, our email contest is um, – what is it? It's uh, – Jake, you explain this fucking thing. The email contest. We need a bumper for the segment where we we read all your weekly emails. Yeah. Um. It, however, you want to do it. It can be funny. It can be you know serious. It can be funny and serious. Right. You can use clips from shows and movies. Your yeah. own vocals. Whatever you think of. Use your creativity. We want to see what the army can come up with. Basically, you know, this whole segment is about the the leftover army and right. what they have to say. Yeah. So we want them to introduce it with some kind of catchy bumper. Right. So send those uh, email bumpers, kind of like an intro to our email segment, and send it to popcultureleftovers at gmail.com and title it, This Show Sucks, and then send them as a WAV file or an MP3 and... You, you could be in pop culture leftover 
You could be immortalized yes. on our show. Yes. Every week we'll play your goddamn bumper. And everyone will get it played at least once. Yeah. Next week we're going to play them all. Right. So, so, you know, if you just want to fucking get, like, fart and have it heard on the show. Yeah. Now's your chance, you know? Yeah. So. Well, Frank will be sending us a bumper. <laughs> Spring. <laughs> fart. <laughs> Swing. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't wait to hear them all. We got, like, six now? Uh, Six or seven. Awesome. Yeah, around that. I know Finn is talking about sending one. So they got one more week. That'll be fun. We'll shit them all down to two, and then we'll decide which one or yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It'll, it'll be interesting. Um, oh, we're going to jump into emails, and that's why I announced it. But before we jump into emails, I wanted to talk about something really quick. Did you watch the um, new – I don't think you did. The new Walking Dead, the mid-season premiere? No, I did not. I heard some stuff about it. Okay. I heard they whacked a character. Let's check this out. Yeah. How does Walking Dead celebrate Black History Month? <laughs> they kill off the coolest black guy on the fucking show. <laughs> I'm going to bitch about this. I'm going to bitch about this. And chill the fuck out, comic book geeks. I know he dies in the comic book. But in February? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, the show's its own beast at this point, too, I think. I don't think it's really relevant what happened in the comic book to what happened in the show. Exactly. Too much. Shane lived a lot longer. Yeah. I am going to miss, and I'm sorry for the spoiler. I didn't give a spoiler alert on that one. It was coming. But Tyrese died. Yeah. Tyrese I, died. I heard that. Was it gruesome? It, I heard it was just like a bite. It was really artsy this episode, but oh. I more I, and I, I kept thinking to myself, why are they doing this with the? Because they brought in like uh, you know Beth and the governor, and like as he's dying, he's seeing them, they're talking, and I think it was kind of really cool though how they made it to like Tyrese came to terms with how he was as a man in the zombie apocalypse, okay. and that I appreciated. The fact that I didn't appreciate it, the thing, I, you know what. And I don't even give a fuck that I'm a white male, and maybe I shouldn't even have this goddamn opinion. But I do have this fucking opinion. I am sick to fucking death of once a show, it feels like they have too many African-American actors, they start offing them. Yeah. Have you noticed this? Yeah, it's a big trope. It happens all the time. Well, even – okay, even in – um. Even in like uh, comedies and dramas, mm -hmm. if there's a certain they, – they've got a limit about a certain minorities yeah. being in that show before it becomes what, – what, what, what do they call it? <sighs> like uh, like uh, this is black entertainment or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or this is like uh, Hispanic entertainment. Like there is a cap on certain characters before they hit – Like a quota. They, yeah. Yeah. So – Okay, what did they do this season? They killed off Bob, who was just starting to get interesting, <laughs> and his relationship with Sasha was probably the most interesting relationship on the show, in my opinion. Even more interesting than the fucking Glenn and Maggie bullshit. Oh, yeah, that seems really boring to me. Yeah, and so it's like, what do you do? What do you do when you have too many black, really good black actors on this show? Gotta kill them. And I know they're bringing more in. You know, you got so the they can priest kill more there, off. So they can kill more off. Yeah. But it's a, it's a, it's fucking annoying. And I'm going to miss Tyrese and his hammer. Yeah. I'm not, I didn't miss T-Dog. They didn't, it's not that the dude that, that played T-Dog wasn't a good actor. No. He just didn't give him enough. No. Yeah. He was a boring character. What do you, um, 
Oh, shoot. I lost my train of thought there. Um, I asked the listeners what they thought about the new episode of The Walking yeah. Dead on the Facebook page. And for the most part, they seemed pretty down on it, too. It seemed like it wasn't an episode that many people got behind. Yeah, some people didn't get – but there were a few Tupperwares that were peppered in there and yeah, shit. That's true. But my god, I think they should have let Tyrese go on a little bit longer. Yeah. Speaking of the Black History Month, this is yeah. a little off topic. But yeah. What do you think about um, all the stuff that uh, – our new Doctor Strange was under fire for in the last couple of weeks. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, was it the Chuetto Ejiofor stuff? I mean, I know he's been t- being talked about. Well, him, him in that interview, he had an, um, Benedict Cumberbatch had uh-huh. an interview where he was speaking out against diversity in films and he referred to, um, African America actors as colored actors. Are you fucking shitting me? <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. I, I shouldn't laugh. It's not funny, but it was, so it was, I, I almost feel bad for him in, in some ways. Like, it's terrible that he said that, but it's like the whole context of everything he was saying. He was, like, speaking, like, out against, like, them not being offered, like, good roles in movies but and everything. But then he uses that but terminology. Then he, but then he calls them colored actors, and it's like, oh, well, you just totally eradicated your entire point with one word there, Benedict. Good, good, wow. good job. You hadn't heard about all this? No, I did not. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. Just, I mean, if you Google it, just Benedict Cumberbatch and, like, colored, it's, like, all over the place. Like, and he put out a public apology and everything. And, well, at least he did that because it's insensitive, man. Yeah, I read it. I was like, oh, shit. There's our Doctor Strange calling African Americans colored people. Holy right. fuck. <laughs> right. Wow. So, Yeah. <sighs> Joaquin Phoenix wouldn't have done that. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. So, yeah, I thought that was a pretty... Joaquin Phoenix is known for colorful comments, but he's not known for calling, you know, minorities uh, insensitive things. Yeah, and I think Benedict Cumberbatch has really good agents and people working for him because I think this story has been buried as much as possible. Like, it's... Yeah. I think this if this is a different person doing this, this is just all over Hold the on, place. Hold on, like... Do you think it's because I, and I can't speak because I mean, you know, we're self-absorbed Americans and shit. We don't know what the fuck's going on in other countries and crap. And our media doesn't really want us to know either. We're just, we're just given what we're fucking fed. Yeah. Is this something like over in Europe? Like, is this a term that they still use? I think maybe Dan, Are they backdated and shit. Maybe yeah. Dan West can speak to this on right. Twitter when he, when he hears this part of us talking about this. I mean, maybe it's, maybe that is, completely socially acceptable in the uk right to call them colored actors maybe just in america we're like whoa yeah <laughs> that's a pretty outdated racist term there, exactly Benedict. exactly but maybe maybe it's not over there i don't know right so but i was blown away by the story i mean you know i mean i think white we can call white people white people caucasian yeah you know if somebody calls me honky, I might laugh. I don't give a shit. Yeah, crack ass, cracker. <laughs> right. But I mean, you know, there's some negative connotations that go along with some of these words that they have for minorities. Yeah. That need to be eradicated. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, I would never, in the life of me, even on this show, thinking of calling, like, oh, we got a new Black Panther. It's a colored guy. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking horrible. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awful. Oh, you mean the Daredevil movie with the colored guy? Oh my god, yeah. What the fuck, dude? Grandpa, get the fuck, why are you on the podcast? Yeah, Yeah. I mean, he's been in a few American movies, Benedict, right? Like, you would think that this is like, it's just so weird to me that he would say that. It is, it is. So, yeah, look that, I'm telling you, look that up at some point later on today. You know, and I can't say, like, I'm offended 
to the point where, like, you know, because I am I am Caucasian, I am a white guy, but it does offend me that 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 I'm not offended to the level like if that was my that was my race, but on the flip side, I'm I am offended that that shouldn't be used. That word should be eradicated. Yeah, it's it's wild that he said that. I'm trying to find it. I'm trying to find his apology because it was pretty interesting. You look for that real quick. I'm going to pause. Go for it. Okay, Jake. What would you find, Chief? All right. Here's what, what Cumberbatch exactly said. He said, and this was on a PBS. Can we just go back to this is bad casting? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I still toss this. <laughs> this is uh, – I feel better about my toss it a little bit There now. you go. Um, this is – he was on Travis Smiley's PBS talk show. He said – I think as far as colored actors go, it gets really different in the UK. And a lot of my friends have had more opportunities here in America than in the UK. And that's something that needs to change. And then um, afterwards, he apologized and his statement was, I'm devastated to have caused offense by using this outmoded terminology. I offer my sincere apologies. I make no excuse for my being an idiot and know the damage is done. So, I mean, just... At least he apologized. Egg in the face. Like, I, I think he just must be truly embarrassed. Yeah, but, like, he's talking about some of his uh, some of his fellow actors that are African-American. Well, if they were such good friends, I think you would know not to call them yeah. that word. It's like, so basically when he lets his guard down and, he, and he's just normal who he is, he's, he's oh, the other colored actors. Oh, brother. <laughs> Uh, so it's, uh, the apology in some ways makes it worse. It's like, yes, he. I know I used an outmoded terminology. That's right. the way my racist ass talks. I do. I'm ready for. I'm ready for Black Panther Civil War, yeah. where it's going to be Black Panther versus Doctor Strange, and I'm hoping Black Panther just kicks his ass. Yeah, I want. I want to know what Anthony Mackie thinks about all this. He can't be happy. He's calling Marvel right now. <laughs> oh God, yeah, he's on, he's on the horn with somebody. And and, and, and then he's going to finish it off with, hey, what about that fucking team up with me and fucking Wesley Snipes? Yeah, exactly. Blade 4. We can take on Doctor Strange and vampires. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, man, we got some big motherfucking news this week, dude. No, nothing happened. Big motherfucking news this week. I'll be honest with you guys. It's a streamlined show this week because I feel that most of the show needs to be dedicated not to fucking Benedict Cumberbatch for being an ignorant fuck, but <laughs> I think most of the show needs to be dedicated to Spider-Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's the biggest fucking news that came out this week, right? Oh, that's huge. I, did, I, I didn't even know about that. I need to, <laughs> can we pause the show? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit i gotta catch this motherfucker up on everything are you lying that's not that's a rumor you know what did he say that during black history month <laughs> yes that motherfucker no, no it was it was the, it was like the the last week of january oh okay if that, if that makes it any oh, better thanks you're so sensitive <laughs> He, he's like, oh shit, it's almost Black History Month. I got to get my, all my racist terminology out now. <laughs> what a dumbass. <laughs> I loved him in Imitation, not Imitation of Life, uh, The Imitation Game. Oh, yeah. Loved him in Imitation Game. But my, jeez, <laughs> Benedict, Benedict, come on, dude. That's what funny. the fuck, man? It was a good apology, though, man. Yeah. It was a good apology. And I, I man. Man, and I know we have African American listeners that listen to Pop Culture Leftovers. Yeah. Dude, I I I I don't know. You know what? I don't even know how they would feel about this. Is Doctor Strange going to be the first Marvel bust? 
Doctor Strange? Yeah. Man. It's, to me, everything adds up to it being the first bust. Uh, you know, I've got faith in Scott Derrickson. Yeah. I do. I, I think, man, Scott Derrickson's going to bring the visuals and shit. Um, I, I, it's, it's between that and Ant-Man. Yeah. I think Ant-Man's going to do okay. You do? I think Paul Rudd's going to put butts in seats. Okay. I don't think Benedict Cumberbatch is putting butts in seats. Oh, could it be? Do you think it could be a uh, a bigger? I, I think it'll premiere probably in the UK first, right? I bet it'll be a uh, yeah. It, usually they all do. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, even Avengers. Avengers, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be bigger. Or it'll put more butts in seats in the UK yeah. than it will in the US. At least just yeah. based on the actor. Sure. I mean, Marvel anything is going to put butts in seats. Just like we're going to be talking about Kingsman, but yep. I'm sure Kingsman did gangbusters over there too. I bet it did. I bet so. it did. Because that's based over there, you know? So I'm just curious if Doctor Strange will be kind of the first, like, eh, that didn't do as well as we thought. I hope uh, I hope Doctor Strange is banned from Wakanda. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Get out of here. Get the fuck out of here, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Get your own vibranium mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So we jumping into Spider-Man right now? Dude, you know what? I'm, we're going to do emails. I promised emails, so we got a uh, shit ton of emails. And then we're jumping into Spider-Man like a motherfucker. Let's bury the lead. Let's let's save it for the end. Spider-Man? Yeah. Dude, I I want to I want to talk about it. I want to strike you seriously, I want to strike with I when we got high energy, strike while the iron is hot. I'm down. I'm down. I I could do the Kingsman stuff first though. I kind of want to get it out. We can do the Kingsman stuff. Yeah. But do you want to go through these emails? Yeah, emails, Kingsman. <laughs> Look at us. We're just putting the show together on the fly. Yeah, emails, Kingsman, Spider-Man. Yeah. And there we go. Emails, Kingsman, Spider-Man, and then finish it off with Star Wars news. There Very we... streamlined, but we're going to give each topic its just desserts. We're, we're going to talk about it we always in do. fucking detail. Yeah, but I think, I mean, this is huge. This uh, is fucking huge. Like when we did the whole fucking Ben Affleck has been cast as Batman show. Yeah. We pretty much dedicated the entire show to that, and I think this is just as worthy. I think so, too. So, uh, first email comes from uh, Sean LaHoset. So this isn't really geek-related, but I had a bizarre confrontation earlier this week. It's been plaguing my mind and wanted to get your guys' take on my situation. The other day, I was pulling into a rural road from a driveway. There were nothing but fields in both directions, so I got a good look down each end of the road. Didn't see any cars, so I pulled onto the road then suddenly, a car was behind me. I actually braced for impact. Jeez. The guy had to have been flying because I could see half mile down the road and saw no cars. He continues to ride my tail for a few blocks, so I slowed down on purpose to get him to back off. <laughs> I do that. I've done this. My wife is six months pregnant. Oh, no. And it pissed me off he was so close for impact. Yeah. Yeah, now you're, you know, now you're Papa Bear, right? Yes. Now you're Papa Bear. Now it's not, it's not just you in the motherfucking car. You've got your, you've got your lovely wife and then your unborn child. Mm-hmm. So now, dude, you're going into Papa Bear mode. You're being protective. So what happens next? Here we go. This pissed the guy off, I guess, cause I see him screaming at me and he whips out a flip phone, a damn flip phone <laughs> and starts filming me. Another mile. I didn't even know flip phones could film. 
I guess they can. Maybe 30 seconds at a time. <laughs> okay. While he's doing this, he is waving his middle finger. We reach a red light and he's still filming. So I stick my head out the window and yell, get off my ass, dude. And why are you filming me? <laughs> Who does this guy think he is? Fucking TMZ? <laughs> no kidding. This isn't Princess Diana. <laughs> Christ. So what's, what happens? Is it, do they get out of their car? He yells back, keep it up. Keep I t- it up. I tell him to suck my dick. <laughs> then he yells back to take it out. <laughs> I go, who says that? <laughs> then I tell him to fuck off. And he yells back, get, get our, get your car, get out of your car if you're a tough guy. The light is now green, by the way. I yell, why? So you can film me? <laughs> At this point, he flips shut his phone, and throws his hands up. I tell him, think I'm stupid enough to get out of the car and fight you already? Showed me you're the type of guy that goes to the cops and records people. Yeah. Then he calls me a coward, which really gets to me. But my wife is screaming at me to keep driving. So I just drive. She's, I think she's trying, you know what I mean? Yeah, she doesn't want a situation exactly. at all. Let's yeah, just, at all. Let's just defuse the situation exactly. and move on. It's we'll kind never, of good to think she was there. Yeah, we'll never see this guy again as long as we live. There's, right. there's no point in. He's still behind me, though, and now is laughing and moving his hand, gesturing, I'm all talk. So he's doing like one of these. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're all talk. You're all yeah. talk. Go, 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 yeah, go. yeah, doing like he, he doesn't have a puppet on his hand, like yeah. fucking, I don't know, a ventriloquist or whatever the fuck. But yeah, being a dick. When we reach the next red light, there's a gas station. And the guy is pointing. Hey, who, who's who's the fucking ventriloquist? It's a big popular guy. Oh, oh Christ! The honesty guy, Jeff Dunham. Jeff Dunham. I wonder if it was that asshole. <laughs> yeah, he's a real big dickhead when he's not on stage, <laughs> you know, riding people's asses, scaring pregnant women. <laughs> yeah, he fucking re- prick. He really lets it all out when he, <laughs> when he takes the puppet off. Yeah, gets all personal. Yeah. Um, when we reach the re- next red light, there's a gas station, and the guy is pointing to the parking lot and calling me a bitch right in front of his wife what a fucking asshole my ego gets the better of me so i pull into the parking lot my wife's screaming at me to stop Mm -hmm. man okay now he's being pulled from both sides okay number one papa bear instinct Mm -hmm. you know fight or flight but you don't you don't want to show that you're a pussy no not at all you're a man you're a man and the testosterone keeps going and then now You've got her saying, you know, you don't need to do this. So, like, he's Marty McFly. This motherfucker's needles, calling him chicken. Chicken, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And she's like, no, she's she's uh, move uh, along, move Elizabeth along. Shue yeah. saying, don't worry about it, move along. When I get out of the car, the guy is just hanging up from talking to someone. Then he gets out and once again is recording me. <laughs> he walks up and says, I'm all talk and can't back it up. I tell him... You know what, number one, when somebody does that right there, when they're still talking, Uh dude, he should have been throwing punches at that point. He's just is equally scared. Yeah. He's just as equally scared. Yeah. Okay. I tell him he's an asshole who nearly rear-ended my car while my pregnant wife is with me, and then he denies it, then says I better do something or get back in my car. I wanted to fight the guy so bad, (laughs) but no matter who would have won, I knew this guy was going to get police involved 
I had a feeling he was on the phone with them before he got out of the car and was just trying to stall me. Yeah. People are now looking at now also looking at it, so they've drawn a crowd now. Jeez. Oh, because they're in a parking lot, right? <laughs> That's a crazy email. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the smartest thing to do would be to just get back in the car and leave. So that's what I did. But seeing the guy strut back to his car smiling has me grinding my grinding me for days. It's been grinding me for days. I bet, man. You were the better man. Don't don't be upset about it. I mean, you had you were like Sherlock Holmes on that shit. Like all the clues were there that this guy was trying to set you up mm-hmm. so he could slap a lawsuit on your ass, so he could slap police charges on your ass. Whatever yeah. his motives were, right? They were they were not in your best intentions to help him out with his motives. He says he also goes on to say, "I have a sneaking suspicion, uh, sneaking suspicion that this dude was an off uh, off duty cop." Wow. He had a stance like a cop. He used a flip phone, and there's no substation down the road from where he came. Anyways, I was wondering what you guys thought of my story. Have you guys ever had similar roadway confrontations that ended the same? Better, more poorly, anything? No, I've never had anything really remotely close to that, where I'm like, pull it off the road, like ready to fight a guy. I but, have. Yeah. <laughs> Recently? No, about 10 years ago. Okay. 10 years ago, I'm driving along, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, stop at a light, and uh, there's a uh, green light, a turn arrow that turned on, <clears throat> and uh, it's a younger kid driving. Mm-hmm. I'm in my late 20s, but he's even younger than me, probably in his early 20s. Okay. And the light's been, the green arrow's been green for a while, <clears throat> and this asshole's not moving yet. So I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to give him a light tap of the horn, a friendly light tap, to let him know the light turned green. I've done that. What's he do? Flip me off. Mm. He flipped me off. I was infuriated. Mm -hmm. I have a short temper, um, which is getting better over the years. It's gotten a lot better over the years. But... Back in these days, I had a really quick temper. Yeah, you're in your own 20s. Yeah, you know, and um, it set me off. So I followed this guy the whole way, and I'm fucking, I'm flipping him off, I'm yelling and shit, blah, 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 and I follow him. I fucking follow him into Best Buy parking lot. Uh-oh. This is not where serial guys <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I didn't murder the guy. <laughs> Was Jay there? <laughs> right. <laughs> but I follow him and. And I get out of my car. He gets in his car, out of his car. He's walking towards Best Buy. I get right up in his face. Like, fuck you, dude. I gave you a fucking friendly tap. What the fuck? What the fuck's your problem? Yeah. What the fuck? Who the fuck do you think you are flipping me off, you little motherfucker? And I'm going off on this motherfucker. And at this point, he's scared. Yeah. He's just like, get you know, just leave me alone. Just leave me alone. Just leave me alone. All I'm looking for is a fucking apology. Dude, I was set the fuck off. <laughs> and so finally he just goes into Best Buy, not after I berated him for probably like five minutes walking in. And I uh, got back in my car. Well, he needed to learn that he shouldn't have a knee-jerk response to just flip someone off. He'll never do it again. Yeah, exactly. He'll never do it again. You taught him a valuable lesson. Mm-hmm. So it's good, good on you. But I was by myself. I didn't have uh, – someone with me that was a pregnant female yeah and so and all that even beyond the female stuff even if she wasn't there i think your instincts were right that this guy was like 
if not an undercover cop, like truly trying to set you up in yeah. some way. Yeah. Like it's a, like Brian said, it's a good thing she was there. Right. Because I really think it from the way you described it, it sounds like there's yeah. some kind of setup going on here. Yeah. I wish I could just go into like uh stupid Mr. Bean mindset mm-hmm. where like when something like that's going on i just react like i don't know what's going on in the situation and i just smile and wave oh, just oblivious to it just all. oblivious to it all hey. pisses him off even more oh yeah and that does piss him off even more my sister told me about this because i used to flip people off on the car all the time that pissed me off my sister's like don't do that it just makes you just angry she's just like smile and wave she's like it infuriates them even more <laughs> that you don't care and so that's i've I've taken that advice from my sister and it's i've good used advice. that it is very good advice it, it, there, there's certain things you got to pick and choose your battles and i think you did the right thing don't let it eat you up inside you did the right thing next time just smile and wave and infuriate him you're going to be the one that goes home laughing about it and he's going to be the guy that's stewing over it because he he got you would you would have punked him he would look like a bitch right i agree so i agree Mm. that was a fun email i was waiting for the end to be like p.s man of steel rocks yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh man so yeah thank you that was uh sean lahoset uh longtime listener of ours so thank you sean that was a great email yeah don't be a chicken next time punch the guy yeah, knock him out. <laughs> uh, I want to see. Yeah, I want to see that on like Judge Judy and shit. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just fucking with you, Lahoset. You might have seen. You might have read this, but this um, Anthony from Tokyo, our buddy Anthony, okay. sent us an email, and uh, he says, "Hey, do you guys read Stray Bullets?" I do not. I don't either. Yeah. He's like, I love that it is back since it was my favorite series during the 90s. It kept that, me- sorry to interrupt. Is that the Azzarello book? Do you want to pause? Is it the Brian Azzarello book? I don't know. I, did, I, I See, I didn't do my research. I suck this week. Let me pause here, Chief. Okay. I was wrong. It wasn't the Azzarello book. It's um, David Lapham. I know him. He did the um, really adult. Deadpool stuff that came out recently for Marvel, mm. I believe, if I'm correct about that. I forget what that was called. Oh, crap. You know. There's so many goddamn Deadpool books, yeah, Jake. Exactly. It was one of them. Deadpool zombies. and One of them Deadpool books. Maybe he did the Deadpool Max book. Yeah. Oh, that, that, that sounds right. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. I've never read Stray Bullets, though. I've heard lots of good things, though. He said it kept me in uh, comic stores back then. Superhero books were so bad during our high school years. I feel like lap them. Yeah, they're <laughs> shit. <laughs> I should have kept going with the goddamn email. <laughs> I feel like laugh them uh, is underrated and think his work would make a really amazing car- cable series if done right. Also, I am throwing my hat into the ring of praising Legend of Korra. Second and third season are excellent. The Americans and Archer... Our other great shows you should check out. Keep it up, and thanks again, Anthony in Tokyo. So it sounds like he's, uh, sounds like he likes FX shows, The Americans and Archer, two shows I'm not watching, unfortunately, and I hear Archer's great. Yeah, and we've had other fans tell us Legend of Korra is something that we need to check Many out. Many fans, I know, yeah. I know Breezy on Twitter is always, um, behind that show. Yeah. So. True Breezy. Yeah, that's my girl. I love her. Yeah, I know. Awesome. I know she's a big fan of the Legend of Korra. It's you know, and I watch a lot of that kind of stuff, but just have not 
check that out. Yeah. So, you know, it's... Dude, FX is... FXX and FX are fucking killing it, Right dude. now with their comedy... With their original shit. Mm-hmm. Like, um, the... It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is back for 10th season, and it still stays just as fresh as it always has. And this new show, the show that I gave a taste at, Man Seeking Woman, yeah, Tupperware. Tupperware the fuck out of this show. Still watching it then? It is fucking amazing. It is so good. It deals with, like like I told you, like liter- like everything in the literal sense. Um, and they take it to the absurd. And Eric Andre is in it. And I'm a big Eric Andre fan. I love Eric Andre's show. I even watched him when he was on Two Broke Girls. Mm. I think Eric Andre is just hilarious. Well, the last couple of episodes have just been genius. They had an episode where, like, he had talked to this girl on a subway train, and now he's trying to figure out the first text message to send her. Okay. And it's almost like he's in an underground CIA room with all like these, you know, like world leaders trying to figure out how to send this text message. Yeah, not to look like he's too clingy, not right. to look like he's desperate, right, right. but to be charby and right. funny. And- He'll have like half of a text written yeah. out like, hey, what's up? And they'll be like, no, 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 no. You've got to use an emoji. You've got to use an emoji. <laughs> and like another guy will come in and be like, no, no, no. You've got to put in exclamation points and shit. And it just gets real heated. And it's just so good. They take it to the most literal thing. And then, um, what was it? The last, the last episode was just brilliant where he was, uh, the, the family members, like his sister tried to set him up on like, like, uh, like a blind date. Okay. He went to a dinner party and everybody that was there that was a couple. And then this girl shows up and they sit them together and (laughs) they're like, Oh, well, I'm going to um get up and get some more food from the kitchen. <laughs> Another couple's like, "Oh, well, I'm going to get up and get uh, uh food from the kitchen too." Another couple's like running out of an excuse. They're like, "I'm going to go to the bathroom." And the woman's like, "And I'm going to help him." Shit. <laughs> and then like they all end up leaving them there together. The all of the people that are there hosting the dinner party are now behind this painting where they've cut out the eye holes of the characters <laughs> and watching them and listening. And it's just like, you know, it's like they take that like first dating experience and how awkward it is and having other people watch them and hoping that these two are getting along and they take it to the extreme. Yeah, that sounds funny. Next thing you know, like they are like they bust through the painting and then they chase them and he's like fighting them through the hallways trying to get her out of there. And it's just it's it's so innovative and so funny. I really really enjoy this show. Half hour format for that show? Half hour format. And there's a there was another episode where they went to the club. Him and Eric Andre went to a club to pick up women. Okay. And you know how like some guys have that natural ability to just walk up to a woman and get them to you know, be into him. And like some guys kind of struggle with talking to a woman, mm-hmm. woman at a bar first interaction. Well, Eric Andre's character said he was visited by a wizard once he hit puberty that gave him spiral eyes. And these spiral eyes, as soon as he starts talking to women, they go into like that spiral hypnotic thing. Yeah. And all women fall for everything. They take everything to this crazy. It's so innovative, Jake. That's I, funny. And they I'm, show him like doing the spiral eyes yes. on girls. And oh, everything. it's so amazing. <laughs> I'm really liking the show. It's uh, Eric Andre and then Jay Barrichell from uh, – he's done some comedies. But he, the, yeah. the biggest one was This is the End. He's like Seth Rogen's best buddy in, those, mm-hmm. in that movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So very good show. 
Um, but yeah, Anthony, we're definitely. That's one thing we need to we need to check out um, that Legend of Korra. Definitely. Yeah, I wonder how I wonder how hard it would be for me to watch that. I wonder if it's available streaming somewhere. Anyone out there listening that's a fan of the show, if you know an easy way for me to see it, that's not like Pirate Bay or some shit, like a yeah. legal streaming way, like Is it H- Netflix, Hulu possibly? or Netflix. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know. I haven't I haven't looked. All right, next email comes from Ashley. She's a new uh, emailer. Oh wow! She says, "Hey, leftovers and hammer, hammer, Ashley here." Long-time listener and first-time emailer. <laughs> That's right. I know I'm not the unicorn of solo PCL listeners, but this email pops my podcast contribution, Jerry. That's pretty good. We'll accept that. We'll take it. You guys are great and are the only thing that breaks up my consistent case of the Mondays. Thank God for being able to listen to you at work because a five-hour show about all my favorite stuff is the only thing that keeps me going. I'm a huge comics fan, mostly Marvel and anything Carol Danvers because she's my homegirl. So, Captain Marvel fan. Nice. I wonder who her pick for Carol Danvers is. Yeah, that'd be good to hear. If you're on Twitter, tweet us. Who's right. your, who's your Car- Carol Danvers pick? Mm-hmm. I bet she's probably a member of the Carol Corps. The Carol Corps. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, avid TV and movie watcher and have been gaming for as long as I can remember. So PCL pretty much sums up my life. Nice. Just wanted to make a quick comment about the PlayStation Now, th- uh, the PlayStation Now thing that Frank brought up <laughs> in Good Pop, Bad Pop. That we made him toss, or we tried to make him toss. And he still wouldn't fucking toss it. No, no. Well, maybe maybe Ashley can fucking, uh, you know. Talk some sense Talk into some this guy. sense into Frank. I couldn't help but think about the fact that even if it was cheap and glitch-free, the streaming data alone would kill me everything would kill me every month. I don't know about where you guys are, but here in Northwest Ohio, Southern Michigan, our data caps with the limited ISP options are brutal. So it's definitely a toss it. Yeah. And I think the whole idea is going to bomb even if they get more titles added to the library. Oh, so there you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. She had to get get on her computer and write her first email. Trying to tell Frank I know. that if all you have that's is what, bad stuff to say about yeah. this, it's it's a toss it. That's what made her come out and write this, <laughs> is that Frank's opinion was such a, a pile of shit. It was a shit storm yeah. of a fucking taste. Was he working for Sony that week? I don't know. <laughs> I See, you know, when I mean, and I'll be honest with you, maybe not everything that I suggest people are going to love, but I, I'm just giving my honest opinion. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what Frank was trying to do here. Yeah, it was I, maybe it was, but it was just that what his rating was and the stuff he in the way he described it felt like two different things. Yeah, that's, that's where I was coming from. Yeah, it was like you tasted it, but you've yet to say really one positive thing about this right, service. Right. No, and but he kept talking about how it could be, how it could be. Yeah. Let's talk about how it is now. Right now, it's a fucking toss it. Yeah, I mean the the Transformers movie franchise could be the greatest sure. fucking thing ever. Sure. Like, in a perfect world, they're all Tupperwares. Right. Benedict Cumberbatch could not be a racist son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. But what he said recently eh, kind of yeah. Le- leans that way. Leans that way a little bit, right? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have his people contact you at the end of this episode. <laughs> well, he did retract everything. But it's still out there, and I can still have my opinion on it. I agree. I agree. I still think it's terrible, too. I His apology was like, oh, jeez. Yeah. Geez. yeah. <laughs> Thanks for reading and 
Fuck yes, Marvel Studios finally saved Peter Parker from Sony. Can't wait to see what they do with him. All the best, Ashley. Thank you for that awesome email, Ashley. That was a great email. So, nice to hear from you. It's nice to know that there's listeners out there that have been listening for a while. We don't even know who the fuck you are. And then you introduce yourself, and then you give us a great fucking email. Yeah, that was a great email. We break up her fucking Mondays. That's good shit. You know what? Did she, did she, uh, did she call herself? Hold on. What did she say? I know I'm not the unicorn of solo PCL. You know what? She's a fucking unicorn in yeah, my book. I agree. I agree. She's a glorious. She's got wings. She's fucking Pegasus. She, she's Pegasus. A, a Pegasus and a fucking unicorn fucked. And she is the offspring. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. That is pretty fucking amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, that was great, great email. Now go out there and kill Pinkie Pie and the rest of those fuckers. <laughs> I'm sure in the future, Hopefully Frank I, will say yeah. something else she disagrees with so yeah. we can get another email yeah. from her. Do you think I pissed off a few bronies that might listen to this show? No, no, I don't think so. Bronies are tough-skinned folk. <laughs> no one can take an insult like a brony. You know, I'll be honest with you. I tried to jump on. You know what? I always give everything a shot. Yeah. I do. I every, I give everything a shot. I'm not going to sit on here and shit on My Little Pony. A lot of people, I understand why they like it. I tried watching My Little Pony, the show, Friendship is Magic, mm-hmm. see if I could get into it. Not my thing. Yeah. I even got the first, like, two, three issues of the Katie Cook IDW book. Oh, yeah. That first issue is worth a pretty penny still. Yeah. My pretty penny. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, my pretty penny. No, but I actually got that issue hoping that I would enjoy it. And you know what? I think the comic is better than the cartoon series. I've heard it has great mythology. Yeah. That they do a really good job yeah. universe building mm-hmm. and with the characters and continuity and everything. Yeah. I just, yeah, I don't need one more thing. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, I used to get, like, the regular show comic book. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, fuck, man. You know, I love regular show. I love the cartoon. But I can't justify spending three ninety nine every month on the box. Yeah, exactly. To read a bunch of stuff that's basically right. just kind of filler episodes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I hear you there. All right. Uh, Another email? Yeah, I was going to say something else, and I fucking, I totally fucking forgot. I was going to go on another fucking tangent, Jake. About what? I don't know. <laughs> now I can't remember. I can't, maybe it'll come back to me. <laughs> but anyway, uh, let's go with Robert Griffiths. Robert Griffiths, he says, hey, guys, been catching up on the last few weeks of the podcast, and I'm hearing the news of Tom Hardy leaving the Suicide Squad movie. And your picks for who should replace him. The first person that popped into my mind was Barry Pepper. I don't even know who that is. From Saving Private Ryan. He's oh. the sniper. Okay, okay. I know, I know. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I like ba- Barry Pepper. What has he done recently? He has done some things recently. He played a villain in something that I watched recently, and I can't tell you what the fuck it was. <laughs> and he was in and out of that movie, like uh, Lindsay Lohan and a drug deal. So, <laughs> I mean, but... Yeah, yeah, Barry Pepper from Saving Private Ryan and pretty much every war movie ever made. (laughs) Just think he fits the role. I personally would not like to see Jake Gyllenhaal in the role. Would not want him to waste his talents in such a mediocre, uh, in in such a mediocre, uh, role and seems side character in this movie. Way to sell the role to the other guy. Don't let Barry Pepper read this email. Mm. <laughs> but Barry's perfect for yeah. this. Oh, Barry, he's perffect. It's not a right. waste. His talents aren't wasted here. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Barry, you need the work. <laughs> now, the thing, I agree with this 
hundred fucking percent yeah. so far. Like mm-hmm. he says, I would not like to see Jake Gyllenhaal in the role. Think about it this way. I, I think about it. Come on, guys. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal, dream fucking cast. But for a side character, it's got to be a side character. For for fucking Hardy to leave this, yeah. it's got to be a side character. And you got to compare Hardy with Jake Gyllenhaal. Those two actors are very, very similar, in my opinion. They're doing these independent films, and they're doing great jobs. Even though I, I think that fucking uh, Jake Gyllenhaal was kind of robbed at being nominated for anything. Yes. Uh, with Nightcrawler and even Enemy. Yes. But th- he'll get his due, I think, in the future. Well, compare those movies to fucking uh, Tom what Tom Hardy's done with Locke. Yeah. Well, I mean, he got snubbed too. Yeah, got snubbed with Locke, and then uh, also the uh, the movie that he did with James Gandolfini, The Drop. Oh yeah, these heard- are very similar movies. I can't see that. Oh well, you know what, Matt Hardy, who's kind of like on the same, uh, um, on the rise and doing the same kind of movies and getting these accolades. Uh, as far as uh, did you just call him Matt Hardy? Uh, maybe I did call him Matt Hardy. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, did Brian just drop a WWE reference there? Maybe I did. <laughs> Shit, next I'll be calling him the Hardy Boys later. I know, yeah. they're gonna do. He's gonna do a Swanton bomb onto Jared Leto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, Tom Hardy. But they're doing the same kinds of movies. I can't see that like they're gonna replace Tom Hardy with a guy who's equally as talented. Yeah. And, and, and then three months, was it three months before shooting? Yeah. Good fucking luck. Yeah. See, wish, I, wish in one hand, shit in the other people. You gotta think logically sometimes. It's two separate statements, I think, a little bit. Like, it's like, I can't argue though, if they cast Jake Gyllenhaal for it, then I, that I wouldn't be excited yeah. or more excited for it. No, but I, I wouldn't I, want his career to do it, you know? No. I, Honestly, Jake, I would be upset if they cast him as this fucking side character. If I want to see Jake Gyllenhaal enter the comic book universe, this is going to be his first like comic book character. We've seen him do the video game shit. Yeah, he already lost out to playing Spider Man, or was it Venom or Spider? It was, was Spider Man. He was going to replace. Toby. Yeah, he lost out to that. I don't want to see him just play Rick Flag. Yeah. I want to see him get a really good role, like fucking uh, Maximus. That makes sense. Or Maximus the Mad. Something more meaty. I can Something more meaty. That. He could be – Maximus the Mad could be what people think about when they think about Tom Hiddleston and Loki. I agree. Not Rick Flagg. I agree. I would have saw it as him kind of stepping in and helping out his buddy though. And I don't think it, it potentially could have ruined his chances to also do that kind of thing in the future. True. Yeah. It would have been seen that way I feel like. I just – realistically, three months before shooting, a guy like – Jake Gyllenhaal, his schedule, oh, yeah, my schedule's freed up for that three <laughs> months before. No, you're going to get a guy like they cast, Joel Kinnaman mm-hmm. from RoboCop. Yeah, that's the guy you're going to get. That's who you're going to get. You're going to get Joel Kinnaman who came off a shitty RoboCop movie <laughs> who's probably just like, you know, he's like Daniel Cudmore waiting for his agent to call. It is a shame, though. Like, it's like it's too bad they can't slow production down to get a better actor yeah. or something. Like, it is a shame that we're just like, okay, whatever cookie-cutter bullshit guy we can get to fill in the blank here. Yeah. Like, they're ready to go on this movie. Yeah. Like, they can't just push it back a little bit. So, that is a shame. Yeah. I can't argue that. But how, you know, if they would have pushed it back... How long have we been waiting for this fucking DC universe to get in the full swing? What have we got so far? <laughs> Man of Steel. We got one fucking movie to base it off of. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's so true. they, they got to keep this ball rolling, you know? 
So, and they announced this week that, like we heard in that interview with The Rock, that Shazam is officially part of DC movie universe. Yeah. So, even though it's a different studio, a different division, yeah, doing it, yeah, which did not make me think that it was going to be a part of yeah. the overall universe. Me neither. I thought they were good, totally separated. I think that's just the end thing now. You don't even have to have the connection happen in the movie, but if you just say the connection is yeah. there. You're going to yeah. make a couple extra. Do you know what else is? I don't think is going to even be. You know, even though Goyer is now attached to that fucking Krypton series. Yeah, I don't think it's even going to tie into the Man of Steel movies now. I wouldn't be surprised. If it's it... it's no, it's fucking who you know who's doing this. You know the studio that's doing this. Uh-uh. Warner fucking Horizon. That is like the fucking. You know what I mean? That's the redheaded stepchild of Warner Brothers. Ugh. They get no budget, dude. This does not have me hopeful. For fucking Krypton at eh, fucking all. No, you eh. need to give it a budget if it's yeah. going to work. Warner Horizon has done some shit, and their budgets are shit, <laughs> and I think Krypton's going to be a pile of shit. Oh, that's not good. No. That's it's unfortunate, so. Nah, not really. Whatever. I'm not excited for a Krypton series. You know I'm not. So, uh, he says, uh, yeah, Robert Griffiths. He said, um... Thanks for the long hours you guys put in doing the podcast every week. Oh, and could you have Jake give his feelings on Man of Steel? I can't tell if he likes this movie or not. I, yeah, I'm on the fence still, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just trying to egg us on. I know, I know. They, uh, so many, I think, I feel like half of our emails end with a Man of Steel reference. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like it, though. Yeah. It'll never die. I can't wait till Batman v Superman comes out, and I can shit all over that. Uh, you already pre-shitting it. Yep. Are you pre-shitting it? Well, it's a sequel to Man of Steel. You're pre-shitting I mean, it. I think it's fair that I can pre-shit a sequel to a movie I hate. Now, are, are you going to go with in with that mindset? Or are you going to be subjective? Are you going to watch it, this? I want it to be awesome. Yeah, I want Batman versus Superman to be awesome. Right. But I know it's not – I'm not – this movie isn't going to change how I feel about Man of Steel. What happened to that fucking rumor that they're going to split the movie up into two movies? Oh. That just kind of was like a fart in the wind, right? That fizzled, yeah. I didn't believe any of that shit for a second. You do know. No, I haven't even announced this on the show though, but when they called that second movie Enter the Night, yeah. I got the Twitter handle, oh, Enter you, the Night. You told me. I own it. I thought that was awesome. So if that shit is real, I fucking own That's Enter the Night. That's why they shut it down. They're like, Fuck. Yeah, that asshole from Pop Culture Leftovers. God, first he won't leave the Fantastic Four shit alone, and now <laughs> yeah. he's all over our Twitter handle. Sons of, yeah, son of a bitch. <laughs> all right, Todd Alexander Stainer sends us an email. Hi, Brian and PCL crew. See, the, we got to get him saying hi, Bri- hi, Leftovers and Frank. Yeah, I'm a, am I a one-man crew over here? Right. <laughs> after Brian, the only leftover crew is me. Frank's an intern. Yeah. I'm, I'm the one-man crew. Right. So He says, hi, Brian and PCL crew. So, <laughs> the one-man crew. That's you, Jake. That's like my wrestling name, the one-man crew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've become a huge fan of the podcast and, and anticipated and look forward to it every week. Nice. Why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you read my mind. <laughs> Why? 
<laughs> yeah, you know. Why? You got to have something. To- I, I, you know what? I look forward to my morning dump, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe this is along those same lines. Yeah, I look forward to my podcast yeah. every week, so I understand. Yeah, I guess we're the equivalent to a morning bowel movement yeah. at this point. <laughs> we're like we're like another generation's This American Life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, I dig the constant stream of consciousness you guys have and how you stay in the zone for up to five hours sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like the first part I translated is, I like how you never shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> sometimes. Five hours sometimes. Sometimes. It's Some- true, though. Yeah. I fucking wane off. You guys have waned off. It's yeah. fucking hard. Yeah, it is hard. Sometimes you listen to the first, like, hour and a half in, and we're all like, yeah! <laughs> and then you get to the last hour and a half, and we're like... We are just blowing through yeah. shit. I'm like, gotcha. <laughs> Gotcha. Uh huh. Gotcha. Oh man! And then Frank is just like laying back in his chair, yeah, like, like ready to pass out, checking his phone. Uh, he's like, I listened to it throughout the whole the whole week. Of so course I- you do, <laughs> so I can make sure to hear it all. Yes, I'm a functioning human being with three growing boys and a wife of sixteen years. Your show's always Tupperware. I expect, I suspect I'm not the only one that listens that way. I've been podcasting for a while, something that's very similar with you guys as our love for entertainment. I have disagreed with, I, I haven't, I haven't disagreed? He says, I have a disagreed with anything you guys have said. Haven't. Wow. Would you think it's haven't? Yeah. Well, he's, he, he's the unicorn of that. Yeah, everybody else. Everybody else has shit to say. Yeah. We've got some vocal members out there. Give it time. You'll have some criticisms. Right. Oh, no. He's going to get it for that. I can't believe this guy hasn't disagreed with anything. <laughs> yeah, he's wrong. I'm going to give out his Twitter handle here. Um, so, yeah, he, he can pick up some of our fucking slack. What about when me and you disagree on something? Oh, God. He, yeah. He, he's got to choose a side then, yeah. right, at that point. Oh, it'll be your side. Oh, yeah. It'll be Jake. He, he sides with the crew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, oh, he goes, I haven't disagreed with anything you guys have said. Well, maybe Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Us too. <laughs> Hashtag hammer time. Therefore, at the end of the day, I listen to everybody from Adam Carolla Joe Rogan, Schmoe's Nose Network, among others. And now I anticipate the PCL podcast. You're in good pod company. Yeah, it's like the Mount Rushmore of podcasting. Right, everybody right. else that gets like like, <laughs> like thousands and thousands of downloads. The Mount Rushmore of podcasting. There's Joe Rogan, right. Adam Carolla, and Brian and Jake right there on <laughs> yeah. the mountain. <laughs> right. Yeah. If there's like Mount Rushmore. <laughs> yep. We're like the trash bin yeah. that the visitors can throw their Cans into <laughs> the Mount Rushmore dumpster. Oh man, po- the dumpster of podcasting. Uh, they got my look all wrong. It's like it's not even me. It's Frank. Oh, that'd be terrible. Yeah. Okay, okay. Enough with the circle jerk. <laughs> On episode seventy-eight, I heard you mention you had read the script for Deadpool. I would love to take a look at it. If you have a PDF file or something. You sent me the Steve Rogers and Tony Stark clip from the Comic-Con before, which I appreciated, 
So let me know, Brian, please. <laughs> well, I'd like to read that screenplay too, Brian. <laughs> I already sent it to him. Oh, nice. Yeah, I can send it to you. Yeah, I'll check it out. Uh, I think, and like I told him, I said, you know, th- they may have changed a few things, but I think a lot of the same things will probably make it to the final treatment of the of the script. Yeah, I believe it. I think I read this week that that'll be out Valentine's Day next year. Yes. Yes. Very interesting. We're going to talk. I think we got a, no, I, I got a Facebook message about that. Like, 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 holy shit, they just started filming. Yeah. And is this going to be like the same thing with the Fantastic Four trailer? Are we not going to get it until like, you know, months before? Yeah, we'll probably get it in December, right before it comes out in February. Well, the thing is, it's like, well, it's going to take them three months, I think, to film. Okay. Three months to film. Um, and then I think what they can do, I think they can whip up a quick teaser trailer for us. I agree. And I think with the trailer that had been leaked, that's enough to kind of get us by and give us an idea of like what this movie's going to be about too. Yeah, I, I think Deadpool, like the, the fans of Deadpool are so rabid for yeah. this movie that that helps a lot too. Yeah, that, like, the, the hype train behind that leak trailer. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Fantastic Four hasn't even come close to having the, the fans behind it like right. Deadpool already does. Exactly. So. Right. Uh, he says, uh, and thanks to Frank and Jake and whoever the fuck domesticated Dave is for doing such a cool and original show every week. I hope we can all connect sometime. I'm a pop culture advocate myself and love to rant and get down to the meta nitty gritty of all that's pop culture poodoo. <laughs> poodoo. Banta poodoo. Banta poodoo. <laughs> and don't worry, I won't be sending crazy long emails that will annoy the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Who does that? Nobody. <laughs> Cameron Wilson. <laughs> this is a one-time introduction letter. Cameron, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. The rest will be short, precise, and fucking mind-blowing. Keep giving good pod. It's like keep giving good head. Good pod. Road pod. And that was uh, <laughs> that was Todd. Toddcast TV, the big podkowski. I tried to find his... Uh, Podcast. That's I a great name. Couldn't find it. The Big Podowski. Yeah, I couldn't find it. I don't know if that's the name or if it's Podcast TV. Let me know what your podcast is so I can listen to this thing. Yeah, send us a link. Yeah. Bree Jordan. We talked about her a little bit earlier. Nice. She sends us an email. Is it about Legend of Korra? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Hey, Leftovers and Frank. Now, I can't say that you guys popped my podcast cherry, but I can say that after listening to you guys... I, for some reason, can't stand to listen to any other. Nice. I've literally deleted all my other podcasts. Yeah. Because they just don't interest me anymore. You guys might not think too highly of yourselves, but after the quality of this show, the rest seems <laughs> really, I know. The rest seems really boring. Quality. Eh. Yeah, we've got that on Joe Rogan and Adam Carolla. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they ain't got nothing on quality over us. Yeah, you've got you've got uh, Joe Rogan, very intelligent. You know, always has something interesting to say. Adam Carolla, fucking hilarious. Yeah, and then the leftovers. <laughs> I know this is great. <laughs> I love our listeners, uh, even though they inflate us a little too much. <laughs> yeah, we are steaming pot, hot pile of shit. We don't. We're, we're self deprecating though. Yeah. We don't ever. T- we don't ever like leave the show after these emails and going like, "Wow, we're the greatest." No, never. <laughs> Oh my god! I fucking every fucking show. I'm like, oh my god, that was the worst show, worst do show I, ever. Do I not say yeah, that worst show ever? Do I not say every show? I'm like, oh my god, that was fucking horrible. What do you think people are gonna think, Jake? You I'm think they're gonna like, like that? Well, it wasn't the worst show. Yeah, yeah. 
But I still think every show gets worse. So he says, so I can say I feel like I'm married to this. Uh, yeah, Bree says, so I feel like I can say that I'm married to this podcast. I will be cheating when season two of Serial Podcast comes out, though, thanks to you guys introducing me to it. Now, here comes my question. After listening to the Tubbies, she calls it the Tubbies. The Tubbies, she, I like it. She fixes herself here, though. It, tubbies, what? Tubbies does that? That sounds incorrect. The Tubbies, and the winner of the first Tubby is the Rubber Duck. Oh, I thought <laughs> it had to do with like I don't know people with like uh, weight issues. Oh, okay, okay, that's horrible. Okay, first, the winner of the first Tubby John is Goodman, Melissa McCarthy, and Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> um, after listening to the Tubbies, I decided to read my very first comic saga. Wow, and I flipping loved it. Knocked out the four volumes. And just read issue 25. Going to read Rat Queens next. Any other suggestions like Saga that I, could, that I should check out? Well, nothing like Saga. There's nothing like Saga. <laughs> There's that, really nothing. Yeah, exactly. Nothing like Saga. Yeah. Read Saga again. <laughs> There's really nothing like Saga. Um, if you want to um, – if you want to watch a very, very, very – if you want to read a very, very cool book – about a very empowered female that kicks ass. I'll get actually. I'll give you two of them. If you like spy shit, read Velvet oh, by Ed Brubaker. Brubaker. Yeah. Very good. Uh, and and one I like a little bit even more is Greg Rucka's Lazarus. Oh, okay. Fucking amazing. Diff- t- it's like set in a post-apocalyptic future. Different families vying for control, and each family has kind of like a, what they call like a Lazarus. Um, and, uh, this, 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 this is a female Lazarus and she's basically just like a, like a human cyborg or something. And she's just like programmed to kill. She's got like a super soldier serum or some crazy shit. I can't remember everything, hmm. but I've read like the first like six, seven issues. And, and that's it, still happening. It's yeah. And it's absolutely phenomenal. It's called Lazarus. Greg Rucka. He did a Punisher run, which I love. One of the only Punisher runs I've ever liked. Yeah. I'm not a big Punisher guy either. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want to go back in time and read a great comic book that is a fantasy book and has lots of world building going on, um, I would say I would suggest reading Bone for the first time if you've never read that. I've never read it. I think there's a lot of similarities between Bone and Saga. Really? Just in, in just how it's like drops you off right into this like world that's not earth that that plays by its own rules there's lots of world building going on it's very charming and very funny um almost the comic book analog to lord of the rings in a way yeah like it starts off very light like the hobbit and then gets very dark and things get you know very tense and serious yeah you can get the whole volume now like on amazon or barnes and nobles yeah by the whole series in one big fucking like phone book tomb oh very cool so highly recommend it another book i'm reading birthright Joshua Williamson. Did I talk about that last week? I think you did. Yeah, read it. Yeah, I, I won't get in. If I talked about it how last many week, how many issues into that is there? Three or four. I, I've read the three. I've, I've read three issues. Okay, another image book. Another image book. Uh, yeah, it's a Skybound from Kirkman's company. Mm. So okay, really fucking good. Um, she says, uh, "P.S. Brian, are you up to date on Rebels? Bree, fuck yeah, I'm up to date on Rebels. Nice." Uh, Grandma, uh, the Grandma Tarkin episode was last week. Oh, I can't wait to see that. Holy shit! Fucking amazing. I will be caught up on Rebels by next next episode. Yeah. Um. 
and just to see how he was talking with uh, oh she goes Tarkin being a badass and an on-screen death plus more spoilers I don't want to say if you haven't yeah please don't totally Tupperwareing this show plus lots of rumors about who's going to show up in season two how far along are you Jake on Rebels now I, I wanted to ask some questions I was going to wait till I was all caught up to kind of have the big Rebel discussion okay but the character that you think Iser or Oscar Isaac is related to. Is the the not Oscar Isaac? Oh, it's um, it is. Uh, I think that uh, Finn mm-hmm. from uh, Star oh Wars oh oh Force Boyega's Awakens. character. Yes, Boyega's character is related to Zare Leonis. Now that's the kid that he meets up with in the Imperial Training Academy. Yes, okay, yes. that's who I thought. That kid has already infiltrated the Empire. Now, do we see more episodes with that character yes. besides just the one episode? Yes. Okay. He came back three episodes ago. Okay. Had a very brief conversation with Ezra, Ezra Bridger. Cool. So, yes, they are still in contact. I'm trying to remember what happened in the last episode I saw. I watched like six or seven of them like in a clump. So it's yeah. like all just one big massive. But it was great. I, yeah. I had tasted it before, but mm-hmm. just watching the movie, and I'm at Tupperware status on it. It now, is too. Tupperware. It's, it's so goddamn good. Uh, Zeb, a character that you think that they would give all this screen time because he's this alien. Yeah. He doesn't get as much, but what he gets is fucking awesome. Yeah, the episode with him and Ezra kind of uh-huh. trying to get the fruit was, yes. was a super fun that episode. That was super fun. Um, I thought the episode where we see the Inquisitor mm-hmm. in a lightsaber battle for the first time yeah. was pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of people don't like that lightsaber, that the spinning the lightsaber. Spinning, I thought it was fun. I like how multiple characters did the dialogue. Does your lightsaber do that to get yeah. in? Yeah, and that made me chuckle both times. Yeah, um, the Inquisitor is one of the coolest Star Wars characters I've seen in a long time. Yeah, the fact that these guys now I think they are force sensitive, mm-hmm. but on the flip side, they do their homework on Jedi. Yeah, they know Jedi's every move. I mean, they will do their homework on all these Jedi. Well, he was, like, naming off who um, Kanan's trainers yes. were just based on the fighting style. Well, yeah, he'll he'll study them. Yeah. That way he knows how to fight them. I mean, and that first meeting between the two was good. Second meeting is great, and Kanan is starting to – he's starting to get better fighting the Inquisitor at this point. Oh. So – but shit's really heated up. Um, we might be talking about a little bit more Rebels later on in the episode. Yeah. I Next week, I'd be down for talking a bunch about it. I'll for sure be caught up. Um, Chopper. What do you think about Chopper? I like Chopper I lo- Chopper cracks My second up. favorite droid in all of fucking Star Wars. Yeah, what's his actual um, name? I, I was trying to memorize that. Like, oh. He has an actual designation like R2-D2. They tried to read it one episode. I yeah. think one somebody tried to read it and they couldn't get through it. But um, they might have gotten through it on another episode but like i just call him chopper okay it was cool seeing the um i think it was the first episode where you see c3po and r2d2 yeah and how they meet up with bail organa at the yeah. beginning of episode four yeah and that was a neat little easter egg you haven't had the lando episode yet. no lando episode oh. yet i'm excited to see that seriously seriously i am sucking the star wars rebels dick right now it is so goddamn good it is good it is good i love the ship the cloud yeah. It's an awesome shit. I know. I know. Everything that they're doing is right. I mean, that's what, like, you didn't get that, in my opinion, in, like, the prequels. Yeah. And, I, like, what I like about this is it has more of a feel of, like, a new hope 
than even the Clone Wars. Clone Wars, you're just thrown right into the battle. They had to go into the Clone Wars. Yes, yes. And this feels like it's off to a start, like, of A New Hope. Yeah, it's like a, a fun adventure feel right, to exactly, it. Right, exactly, exactly. I absolutely love the show. I adore it. Yeah, I like it a lot, too. I like it a lot, too. I, I, I'm not at where you're at yet, ready to just say the Clone Wars is a piece of crap and this is the greatest thing ever. No, no, no. The Clone Wars cartoon? Yeah. Oh, fuck no. I'm talking about the prequels. Oh, okay, okay. And I never said the Clone Wars is a piece of crap. The Clone Wars was great. You learned so much about the Star Wars canon throughout the Clone Wars. I love the Clone Wars. But um, I'm talking about the prequels. The way – if I were to compare just this first season of the prequels – uh, th- this is first season of Rebels to the prequels. I'll, all I'm saying is like this has more of a feel of a new hope yeah. than it does, you know, this th- the original prequel movies. One thing I really appreciate about the Clone Wars animated series compared to Rebels is I really liked how it almost felt like an anthology series. Yeah. Whereas in Rebels, it's like kind of an ongoing story with a core group of characters. Right. Any episode of Clone Wars could be about any character and could even take place at any time. They yeah. really bounced all over the place. And I, yeah. I, I like the fun of that. It'd be fun to see a modern Star Wars cartoon with the um, New Hope feel and classic trilogy feel that was a little bit more of an anthology series where we got to like see a bunch of the peripheral characters and stuff. Yeah. So that'd be a yeah. lot of fun, I think. I think didn't they uh, in the Clone Wars? Didn't they even talk about how they made lightsabers and stuff like that? That's how in depth that show got. Yeah, they yeah. they go all over the place. It's super yeah. cool. There's no, a, I, I loved it. Yeah, I still haven't seen the um, final season that was only released on Netflix. Yeah, that's the one I didn't get either. So yeah, but I need to watch that. All right, so yeah, we got another email coming from us. It's coming from Jake Johnston. Nice. I went to high school with Jake Johnston. Oh, yeah? Went to grade school and, and high school with Jake Johnston. So did uh, Frank went to high school with him. That's wild. So he says, just thought I'd drop you guys a line. So here it goes. The Flash. If you're not watching this show, shame on you. Shame Frank. on me. Shame on you. And he says, shame on Frank. Son of a bitch, that show is getting good. Spider-Man in the MCU. Holy fuck. Yeah. Star Wars the comic. Damn, it's good. Darth Vader, the comic, that one kicks major ass, and the artwork is fucking awesome. Hope all is well with you guys, and as always, keep up the good work, Jake Johnston. Yeah. Half of that Darth Vader opinion was right. Well, we'll talk talk about that. Absolutely. Um, Flash, still kicking ass. Really? I got to tell you, I haven't watched the lick of Flash, but it was just on, and so I just watched it for like 10 minutes. Yeah. It seems so boring to me. I didn't see any special effects. Really? I just saw crappy, like, kind of CW acting going on. Oh, that's, I, 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 am digging it. I'm digging it. I'm digging the, you know what? I'm Did digging, I see the worst 10 minutes of, like, know, an episode know, or something? Well, I don't know which one you watch, but I'll be honest with you, man. That crappy CW acting, for some reason, <laughs> I am loving all these characters. I love Joe West. I absolutely love the guy. Iris. Even though she's not giving it up for my boy Barry, she's still gorgeous, and I still like her. And uh, I don't know. I really love this show. I, I, Jake, I can't explain. Either you do or you don't. I don't know nothing about nothing. And I, like I said, I just came in and just saw just some random 
it just left it on while I was reading stuff on the internet. What's, what's great about it at the beginning of each show, not every show, but the beginning of most shows, they show him doing something heroic. Okay. They show him being a hero. Um, like somebody's trapped in a car, it's about to explode. He gets him out. They, they're, they're like in the last episode, there was a guy getting ready to jump. He's going, he's on a date with this one girl. So he's, he says he's over Iris and okay. he's starting to see this new girl and Iris is getting a little bit jealous from this. I can tell. And he's seeing this new girl, but while he's on, on the date with this new girl, uh, they keep calling him from fucking Star Labs okay. saying, we need your help. There's a guy getting ready to jump off a building, Jake. Okay. And he's at the top of the building. I'm going to jump. I can't live. Blah, 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 blah. Next thing you know, Flash just runs up the building, brings him back down to Eddie. <laughs> and the guy's like, uh, what the you, fuck happened? He's like, you're not going to let me go back up there, right? <laughs> and they're like, no, you're coming with us. Aww. Just shit like that. That's just fun shit. It's just fun. All right. All and, right. And I really like it. And, um, one of my predictions came true. I know I've made a million predictions, a million – here's spoilers for The Flash, but I've made a million predictions. But one of them, I was actually – I nailed it. I can't remember the episode where I did say this, but uh, the the first episode when there were – they figured out – when there was one speedster that killed his mother, mm-hmm. later on, Cisco figured out there was two speedsters there. I made a prediction and said that one of those speedsters is Barry now. And it was? And it is. They did a DNA check on some blood that was on the wall, which, yeah, it was interesting when Joe West pulled away that wallpaper. I have never seen wallpaper pull away from a house that easily. It just, it just pulled away like he was just pulling, you know, just tearing a sheet of paper off of a binder. It's those cheap CW sets. (laughs) It's gotta be, dude. It was amazing how just this wallpaper, you know, have you ever tried to take wallpaper off? You gotta soak that shit and all that stuff. No, it, Joe just like peeled peeled it away. That's his mutant power. Yeah, it must be. Yeah, spoilers, he he has the wallpaper power. But there was blood behind the wallpaper. Uh They did, Cisco did did a DNA chest. And Joe West was not the father. Dun, dun, dun. Um, so I'm getting that confused with Maury. But no, it was fucking – they found out that it was Barry as an adult that was there. Wow. So Barry is chasing this other speedster trying to save his mother's life. So Barry and it's, it's, uh, it's Zoom. It's, it's, you know, it's reverse flash. So I think they're leading up to that this season. Yeah. No, no grod in this episode. Though. Are ratings still good for Flash? Flash kicking ass. Got a second season. Nice. Doing very well. Nice. Well, I'm I'm glad for it. Mm, and I'm I'm behind on uh, Gotham, like four episodes. Oh yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. I haven't caught up on any Gotham coffee drinking shenanigans for the, <laughs> yeah. last, for the last four episodes. I've heard it's good though. Um, I know some of the spoilers that they're like they're teasing Joker like next episode. Oh, they already teased him, I think, in this last one. Really? And more setup, I think, is coming. Yeah, I think they showed, like, on the next episode. That it's right. Like, Joker this, Joker that. Yeah. They showed a picture of the actor that's playing him, I think. Yeah, it's some ginger. Yeah. <laughs> they got some ginger playing Joker, right? hmm <laughs> What do you think about that? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Shit. Uh, I don't want to be Dr. Strange here and fucking alienate every redhead out there, Jake. Yeah, stupid gingers. They can't be the Joker. What the hell? What the H? <laughs> I, I, I'm just kidding to all our, our ginger <laughs> listeners. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, buddy. <laughs> All right. Um, blah, 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 blah. Carlton Patterson, one of our listeners, sends us an email. Oh, yeah? Check this fucking shit out. <laughs> listen to how he fucking, listen to how he fucking introduces us. How he says hi. Oh, nice. You ready for this shit? Hold on. Let uh, me take a drink here. Okay. What is he going to say? Let me guess why you take a drink. Does he include Frank as a leftover? No. Check this shot. It's, uh, it's even worse. Oh, no. What's up, Frank? Oh, what? Dot, 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 and the leftovers, question mark. Whoa. Whoa, that's aggressive. Yeah, I'm not even going to read the rest of the goddamn email now. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Tossing this one out. I toss this fucking email (laughs) from the get-go. I toss it, too. Jake. Let's give this guy Frank's email address. Yeah, exactly. You know know what the thing is, Jake? Yeah. How many episodes did we do before Frank joined us? At least... 40, 50, right? 40 to 50. 40 to 50. Is that right? Yeah. We've put in our goddamn dues, right? <laughs> definitely. We're the founders. Definitely, definitely, yeah. And this is what we get? We've had our hazing period. What's up, Frank? What's up, Frank? Dot, dot, dot. The, the, and the left. Is there a dot, dot, dot? Did he put an actual yes. dot? That's the most insulting thing ever. <laughs> The dot 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 is to me is the equivalent of the double middle finger when it <laughs> right. when it comes to right. uh, talking to people. You're killing us, Carlton. Yeah, dot dot dot. Come on, man. Yeah, don't be dot dot dotting us. Who are we? Oh, uh, you know, and everybody else is going to do this now too. Oh man, dot dot dot. Yeah, you get demoted from the army. We make you uh, peel, uh, peel potatoes <laughs> when you dot 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 exactly. us. Exactly. <laughs> Private pile. Yeah, get to peeling. Let's hear yeah. this email. I want to hear it. Are we really not going to read it? Nah, I'm going to read it. Just writing to let you guys know that I'm enjoying the podcast more and more every week. It's really nice sitting here at work listening to somebody that I can relate to. Somebody. He must be talking about Frank. (laughs) Joke's on him. Frank's not here this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I work in a paper mill, and my job consists of testing water samples every two hours. I know. Very exciting. In between and during these tests, I listen to you guys rant and rave about all sorts of topics pop culture related. Recently, y'all, forgive me, my southern accent, have been talking about us listeners and how we've been whoring ourselves out to other podcasts. It's true. Listen, guys, you're my old reliable. <laughs> we're his old reliable. Yeah, we're we're not as like it's the day after Valentine's Day, so it's like side bitch day. We're not as, we're <laughs> right. not as side bitch, right? Right. right. <laughs> we didn't get a Valentine's. Oh, yeah. Well, Frank maybe did. <laughs> That's true. We didn't. Yeah, we didn't. We'll get one today. Right. When it's okay. Frank's got a box of chocolates, very white music playing, <laughs> candlelight dinner. Dot, dot, dot. I, I, I can barely even focus on this email after that dot, dot, dot. I know. Do you want to go back to that? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, uh, I know that I'm going to get a good, honest, and raw opinion of all the movies and TV shows that I like from you guys. Besides, I usually listen to your show in one day, and this job and my coworkers are so fucking boring that if I don't listen to other podcasts, uh, you'd probably hear about some paper mill worker in Tennessee going postal with an X-Men t-shirt on. One of them actually asked me if it was a Malcolm X shirt. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> probably Benedict Cumberbatch working yeah. at the old paper mill. <laughs> Is that shirt referring to that colored guy, Ma- uh, Malcolm X? <laughs> fuck you, Benedict. You fucking backwards hick. Um, 
He goes, unfucking believable. But anyway, the other podcasts don't talk or act like you guys do. Of course not. I love it. Yeah, they make sense. I uh, <laughs> and and they don't have somebody laughing at shit and fart and dick jokes every five seconds. Yeah, and they're they're concerned about future careers where we're just like, fuck it, <laughs> 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 fuck this, fuck that. Yeah, here's our sponsor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we play our sponsor, and it's a cricket bumper <laughs> yeah it's like <laughs> catholics against our podcast <laughs> i love it when the show goes off the rails which is usually about 75 to 90 percent of the time that was, that's where i had the percentage the other pods that i listen to try to be all professional and shit <laughs> to the point of being boring sometimes i take that as an insult we try <laughs> I, I mean we <laughs> I mean, we fail, but man, to say we don't even try, oh. we're the Pineapple Express. We don't even of podcasts. Other podcasts at least try to be professional. Oh man, they can't even tell we're trying out there. Wow, we are pathetic. That was a good one. Gosh, this guy's it, full of zingers. Well, no, no, the thing, no, I honestly think at this point, I think the zinger was the what's up, Frank, and the leftovers. Yeah, the dot, dot, dot. Everything else, he's tried to be completely 100% genuine, but it's still coming off yeah, you, like he's ribbing us. You lost me at dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He goes, uh, let's see here. How can you be boring talking about Spider-Man coming back to the MCU? Oh, oh well, 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 we'll definitely we'll prove you wrong. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Get ready for that. Well, Frank's not here, so <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be boring there. Well, Frank, I heard he is upset that they're not making that Aunt May movie. Oh, that is bogus. He was pissing and moaning about that. Yeah, that that is true. He was also telling me, man, I wish they could do a uh, Aunt May Fifty Shades of Grey crossover, <laughs> and the Fifty Shades of Grey is gray hair. Fifty Shades of May. Fifty Shades of May. And- <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. That's a, that's a hit. Ooh. <laughs> oh, God. He'd have a joke about, like, how, you know, she's about to orgasm and a bunch of dust flies out of her badge. <laughs> and then we'd hear him laughing for about, five, I don't know, five, ten minutes on that one. Yeah. Slapping wheat cakes on that ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Fifty Shades of Grey May. Grey May. I mean, come on. We are getting Superman and Batman in the same fucking movie for the first time. Not to mention the granddaddy of them all. Star Wars is back. That is true. That is true. You guys keep it real. It's just like when me, me, uh, just like when me and my guys sit around and talk and around talking shit about comics and video games, cussing, smoking, and drinking, and talking about all the geek shit we love. Keep up the good work, guys. I think I speak for the whole army when I say we love the show and don't want to cha- don't change a damn thing. And to all the haters and naysayers. A big fuck you and gotcha. <laughs> fuck you, gotcha. He kind of won me back a little, a I little guess, bit. at the end. I'm surprised he didn't put you a big fuck you and dot, 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 yeah. gotcha. And dot, 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 gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Sin fucking Searly, Killer Carlos 93 Twitter and Xbox Liver, uh, Xbox Live Gamer Tag. So Frank sent that, sent, uh, send that friend request. I'm having a hard time talking here. Yeah. He's all about the Frank. 
loves Frank. All about that Frank, no leftovers. Yeah, we're the beans. <laughs> I know. We're the beans. Frank and beans. We're the beans. <laughs> we're definitely the beans. Gosh. Uh, P.S. I still think The Last Starfighter would be a great remake. No, oh, yeah, I agree. You know what? I do too. And yeah. you know what? I'm going to throw this out there. I think the Wachowskis could do it right. Because, oh, no, yeah. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> On their original stuff, man, they're fucking it up lately, Jake. I think if they had like an actual script and somebody to rein them the fuck in, yeah. their visuals are fucking amazing. They're in, they're in trouble now though, right? I mean, they're pretty, going to be pretty blackballed by Hollywood after this debacle. Yeah, I think so. So. It's unfortunate. I mean, but I could see them doing a movie like The Last Starfighter and making it fucking awesome because there's a script, you know, somebody writing it, rewriting the script for mm-hmm. like more modern and the visuals would be top notch. I mean, think about this. I watched fucking um Jupiter Ascending. Oh, you poor soul. Right. Um <laughs> yeah. But the thing is the visuals were awesome. Like yeah. even those fucking – you'd think it would be stupid in any other movie. Those anti-gravity boots? Yeah. Dude, they fucking pulled it off. Yeah. It looks awesome. But you know me. I mean the visuals can be the best ever. I mean Avatar. Yeah. And I – it's just not enough if the substance is so shitty. Well, you're also – okay. Let me throw you under the bus here a little bit. Yeah. Transformers on the flip side. Yeah. You always give those – higher ratings because of the visuals yeah i feel like those movies aren't as like full of themselves okay okay you're saying that transformers you know what you're gonna get yeah and i feel like the filmmakers know like they're in on the joke a little bit and they know their audience yes exactly yeah and i feel like i I, think fast and furious people they go for the visuals and the spectacular because they know their audience exactly they're not trying to make the next like fucking like amazing like, uh, give me a, like a, like, they're not trying to, like, uh, De Niro and Ronan with those car chases. Grounded, but really awesome car chases. It, exactly. They know they're going for that. The Wachowskis are actually trying to do high concept shit. Yes. The visuals are amazing, but they're failing. Yeah, and that's why I give that a harder time when it comes to how much I enjoy the movie. Right. Like, if I go in, if it's like, but it's they i expect a good story like they're selling me that it's not only is it going to look amazing but it's right. just knock my socks off you're mythology. not expecting a good story with transformers exactly yeah as soon as you see in the trailer mark Wahlberg go i think we found a transformer <laughs> yeah you know you're not going to get a great movie i just want to see shit blowing up and transforming in dinobots right. and tj miller getting fried to ash <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Exactly. Like, those movies are so cheeky. Yeah. It's like, okay, we got the hot girl in them. We're right. going to flash her off a bit. They're such cheeky movies. What, where does he find these women? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. I'm seriously. Like, where does he find these women? Like, these women are like, like, uh, supermodels. You know, uh, Megan Fox, even though she's got those fucked up dwarf thumbs. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous girl. Yeah. And then you've got, um, that, the, the model from like the other movie. From, she couldn't act for shit. No. But and and then this last one, that girl, she was gorgeous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's like a staple of the Transformers yeah. movies. It's yeah. almost like a Bond girl and everything. Right. So they're just they're over the top and cheeky, and the mm-hmm. filmmakers know it. Yeah. So I give it a pass on that. It's like yeah. I'm not 
I give it a taste it instead of a toss it because right. I'm not expecting the substance to be there in the first place. But think about this. Think about this. Let's say that the Wachowskis, they could rein them in and just have them go off a script and not do their own original shit. Yeah. Just with their visuals. Wouldn't you like to see them kind of like uh, co-direct something like a like a Star Trek film or like a uh, like the Last Starfighter, Last Starfighter remake? If they could take those visuals and shit like that. If they could do that, I would like to see that. I think that they're kind of full of themselves in, in that writing and directing are going to go hand in hand with them. Yeah. That yeah. you're going to have a hard time reining them yeah. in to just direct. They shouldn't have the creative control that they've had now. Uh, no, not at all. Right. Not, not at all. They've proven that. Yeah. They can nail the visuals. But. Now, I guess you could say that like, oh, well, they did Speed Racer and that has its own lore and its own, you know what I mean? It yeah. has its own backstory. But like, you know. Well, it was terrible too. It's Speed Racer, so <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't good. It was the Speed Racer movie was not good. Right. It really, I, I didn't, I wasn't even blown away visually by it, to be honest. Yeah, I thought it was a flop on every level. Right. Yeah. So the acting was terrible. The effects were super dated, even after two years. Yeah. So it, it looks terrible. If you watch it now, it looks just god awful. Yeah. So HD almost makes it look worse. Right. When you can, like, see it look in better quality. Oh, yeah. Do you want to see all the imperfections <laughs> yeah. in 1080p? Yeah. So, ugh, yeah. Those are the emails this week. Thank you, Carlton, for, uh, I'd say, uh, I don't know, 20% of that email. Yeah, thanks for your dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, Carlton, we appreciate the email. You're awesome, dude. Thanks for listening. Um, got a couple more emails, but I'm saving them for next week for when Frank's here. God, they're even more Frank-centric than that oh, last I know. one. I know. <laughs> Seriously, this one actually comes with an animated gif of somebody sucking him off. It's crazy. It's oh, insane. Nice, nice. He'll love that. He'll love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get a 20-minute laugh fest over that fucking thing. Um, we got an email here from Michael Smith, and then Cameron Wilson sends us another email. But I'm going to read those next week. When Frank's here. Oh, the Cameron Wilson email. That'll be half our show. Yeah, that will be. <laughs> Actually, that's the title of next week's show. <laughs> Cameron Wilson's email. <laughs> All we're going to get to hear is like uh, maybe half of a bumper, an email bumper submission, and the rest is going to be his email. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be an easy show. Thanks, it Cameron. Thanks, Cameron. You pretty much wrote the entire show this week for us, so appreciate it. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back, and we're going to do the big fucking Marvel news. But before we do that, we've got a couple more Marvel emails. How about a big fucking shocker? Oh, nice, nice. We're doing Kingsman, right? Oh, shit. We're going to do the fucking Kingsman. All right. Yeah. I'm an idiot. No, you're not. I'm the worst showrunner ever. <laughs> You'll have that. All right. We're going to take a break, come back, talk about uh, Matthew Vaughn and Mark Millar, the Kingsman, Secret Service. There you go. Greetings, Leftover Army. Pop Culture Leftovers is the people's podcast. They're always looking for new writers and YouTube reviewers to join the team because they themselves aren't talented enough to write them. In all honesty, they're not even sure Frank can read. But their listeners can. So send your reviews to popcultureleftovers at gmail.com and if the leftovers like it, they'll contact you and you could see your article featured on popcultureleftovers.com. Thank you. Oh yeah. Leftover Army. You should follow The Leftovers on Instagram at Instagram.com slash PopCultureLeftovers and on Tumblr at PopCultureLeftovers2.tumblr.com. If you get a few shots of vodka in you, it's almost as sexy as my voice. That's gangster. 
All right. Hey, we're back. We're going to be talking about like Jake corrected me. Thank you so much because I was ready to jump in. I'm dude. I don't know. I've got a fucking chubby to talk about Spider-Man. Yeah, I know. I'm like holding you back on the Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I want that big dick of Marvel in my mouth right now. I just seriously, I want to talk about it. But I, you know what? We got to talk about Kingsman. Yeah. I just know once we start on Spider-Man, <laughs> I know. we're going to be done. I know. And then it's going to be like, oh, Kingsman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We saw that. Who knows yeah, if we're Star even going to get the Star Wars news we saw after that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, no good pop, bad pop this week. Yeah, we're talking about uh, Matthew. No good pop, bad pop this week. Excellent point. Yeah. yeah. So we're skipping that shit. Yeah. Just doing the movie. Yeah. And the Spider-Man shit. And yeah. maybe, maybe, or maybe not Star Wars news. Let's hear a uh, let's yeah. hear a movie review drop. All right, here we go. It's a pop culture. Mo- it's a pop culture leftovers movie review. Yeah, I suck. All right, yeah, Jake sucks. All right, so yeah, Kingsman. Secret- not so much this week. Yeah, probably not. No, you never suck. <laughs> I know that was just uh, we we the first time we dropped that uh, Jake sucks things. That was on uh, episode thirty-seven, Captain America: The Winter Soldier episode. Back when we used to give you a lot more shit, we give you now. I think it comes from shit we still give me shit about, though. I think it's because it's like, oh, I'm tossing Man you, of yes, Steel. Yes, And I was yes. notoriously tossing things. Yes. Yeah. So. And you even tasted Captain America the Winter Soldier when it came out. <laughs> now it's a retro Tupperware. It is a retro Tupperware. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I guess I was, I was being a little bit more fucking jaded. More yeah. jaded than I am now, if you can believe right. it. So yeah, Kingsman the Secret Service. Kingsman semicolon the Secret Service came out this week and yes. we saw it. Yes. Uh brief synopsis for this movie is a uh, spy organization recruits an under an unrefined but promising street kid into the agency's agency's ultra competitive training program just as a global threat emerges from a twisted tech genius. So, yeah, 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 blah, blah, right? Right, right, exactly. Um, general synopsis. Now, directed by Matthew Vaughn. Directed by Matt Vaughn of, you know, X-Men First Class yes. and the first kick-ass fame. And we can almost give him credit for the uh, X-Men Days of Future Past since it sounds like they used 90% of his fucking vision for that movie. Yeah, claimed by him. <laughs> yeah. Um, this movie was written by uh, Jane Goldman and Matthew Vaughn. Um, I believe Mark Miller and Dave Gibbons also get a screenplay credit here. Yeah, they they were probably consultants on this as well. Yeah, yeah. it stars uh, Colin Firth, um, Taron Egerton, and Samuel L. Jackson. I would think those are the big three. The big three. I'm trying to think. If there's anybody else. In you this get movie. Michael Caine in there. One nine. H. Michael Kai. <laughs> yeah. You get a little bit of Mark Hamill in there. Did you ever see that? I forget who was doing I, I've that seen on that. Saturday Night Live. I, oh, I've seen that. And all he would say is, Moi nine, H. Michael Kai. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> That's good stuff. So yeah, yeah, all right, Michael Kane. So, yeah, that came out. It came out this week. We yeah. saw it. What did we think of Kingsman semicolon the Secret Service? All right. You ready to hear me rate this movie? I want you to rate this fucker. Time out! And this is where me, like an idiot, I forgot to put in the rating system. So I'm doing that now in post-production. It's magic. 
Here it is, our rating system. The rating system is simple. If the leftovers don't like something, they toss it. If they do like something, they suggest you taste it. And if it's brilliant, it gets a Tupperware rating. If all the leftovers love it, then it gets the pinnacle of success, a Tupperware party. Time in. I'm going to give this movie a taste it. Okay. I wanted to Tupperware this movie. I went into this movie wanting to Tupperware this movie. Um, I didn't read the entire comic series, but I actually did read the first two issues of it. Yeah. Um, I have all the single issues just, you know, in that notorious backlog pile of stuff I have yet to read, but I, I, I quite enjoyed the comic. I'm a big fan of Mark Miller and most of his, most of his work, you know? Yeah. When he misses, he really misses. Yes. But I would say 75% of the time. He hits. I would rather read his comic books than re- than listen to his statements. <laughs> yes, yes. He's a little bit like bombastic in <laughs> right. the media, right. a, a little bit full of himself right. and full of the stuff he's backing. Right. right. But yeah, I was kind of like put off a little bit by this movie like in, in its direction or maybe even more so its cinematography. Um, I thought it was my least favorite of anything Matt Vaughn had directed. And I was a little bit annoyed by – how which action sequences were directed they were it was like that kind of shit where everything like speeds up and slows down and right. speeds back up and slows back down yeah and it's super fast and super choppy and it was like matt vaughn i really didn't think of him as as that kind of director yeah it looked like a mick g action movie right and not a matthew vaughn action movie yeah like it was really stylized it really had that like music video type of direction for its action video um, and even to that point, uh, most of the action sequences had like songs that were backing them. Like they were almost like mini music videos yeah. in the middle of the movie. <clears throat> yeah. And I don't know. It just kind of annoyed me. Yeah. What, what was that one where they're fighting in the church? Yeah. We're gonna, spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, they do it to Freebird. Freebird. And I thought that was a terrible choice for yeah. the music to use right there. Yeah. I don't know. It, it kind of felt like a not very artistic poor man's kill bill during a lot of those scenes that right. were just like mass killing and mass murder. Yeah. Like I, I'm cool with that. If you're showing me cool stuff and the whole time I'm like seeing really neat shots and really neat cinematography. Yeah. But I, I really didn't see much really neat cinematography. Now since it is a taste it. Yeah. What did you like? I thought the humor was fun. Um, like I went back and forth on what I thought about how meta the movie was about like movies that are like it. Sometimes it was really annoying to me and that kind right. of joke made me groan where it's like, oh, well, I, I always wanted to be the James Bond guy and I always wanted to be the megalomaniac villain guy. Right. And those kind of things don't happen in movies like these. And there's just like at least a dozen of these throwaway lines that yeah. like poke reference to the fact that they seemingly know that the situation they're in is very similar to a James Bond spy thriller type movie. Another movie where Samuel Jackson does this is uh, Unbreakable. Oh, very good point. But executed much better. Yeah, not so like in your face with the meta lines. Like right. this is not – it's not subtle at right. all. Right, right. It's it's the opposite of subtle. Yeah. Whatever that word is, yeah. it's, it's like in your face. Like, oh, yeah. A little over the top. We are self-aware that we're a movie and that we're a tropey movie that is playing off of things that happen in other movies like our movie. Well, you had the uh, 
they had was the, it James Bond reference? Yeah. They it, had, and then they talked about, yeah, the, the JBs. James Bond, Jason Bourne, and Jack Bauer. Yeah. They ripped off. Surprised they didn't even throw out Justin Bieber. They kind of rip off the uh, Incredibles joke, even, where Samuel Jackson's like, well, now you, I'm going to do a big monologue, and then we're right. going to figure out a way, you know. And it's Another like, movie he was in. <laughs> yeah. It, to me, basically the same self-aware joke that was in The Incredibles was happening right. in that scene. Yeah. And, and, like, there were some points when I thought that was okay, but most of the time, I guess that stuff kind of made me groan. I, I'm trying to think of the stuff I really liked in the movie. I did love – I love spy movies. Yeah. And I loved all the gadgetry. Right. All the spy gadgetry was fun. Yeah. I thought the performances were pretty good for the most part. Um, I was way, that, way out of Colin Firth's realm. He, I mean, a guy that did like the King's speech. Yes, yes. This is not the kind of movie that we typically would see him in. Do you think this is another case of like you've got Glenn Close doing the money grab and Colin Firth just did this maybe just to make some money so he could do more of those like King's speech? You know, movies? I would subscribe to what you're saying if like in the Glenn Close instance, a lot of people – think she kind of phoned it in and really didn't deliver yeah but i think colin firth even like if hypothetically he did it for the money he still i really think gave it his all okay like i really think he he still put himself into this role okay so he seemed to he seemed to be having fun yeah he seemed to be getting along with matt vaughn right and his co-stars and really be having a good time of it yeah him and i think uh the best chemistry was between him and taron egerton i agree i agree but yeah, and I thought um, Taron was good. Yeah, I thought Colin Firth was good. I kind of hated Samuel Jackson's villain character. <laughs> it was not as bad as I thought it was going to be with that lisp. It was stupid. I, I, it was not as bad as it could have been. Yeah, I guess that to me that's a terrible argument though. Like I could, well, oh, I know, yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. It could have been a complete <laughs> shitstorm. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been a complete shitstorm, but uh, no, it was just mild diarrhea. Yeah, he failed. That was a fail to me as far as like a villain that I gave a fuck about. Right. Uh, yeah, so – and I, I don't know. I really wanted to love this movie. Yeah. Okay. I, I read an article that was like Guardians of the Galaxy and Kingsman Secret Service are bringing back the fun action movie. Mm-hmm. And I had this whole like – Oh man, I'm gonna go see like a Raiders of the Lost Ark, like just action yeah, movie. It's gonna be yeah, so much yeah. fun. And I don't know, it wasn't kind of, it wasn't as fun as I thought it was gonna be. It mm-hmm. was kind of, it was kind of dark. Right. Want me to rate it? Yeah. Okay. I am going to see your taste it. Yeah. And raise nothing. It is a taste it to me. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, it is definitely a taste it for me. I enjoyed the movie overall. But it does have its faults, in my opinion. I think there were some things that they definitely could have improved upon. Um, I thought, like, uh, it was very interesting once he got into the uh, training school. Oh, good point. That that was super fun. But I even think they misfired there, Jake. Mm-hmm. It was super fun. I liked everything that they incorporated, choosing the dog, this and that. But the guys that are in the training school with him – I wanted them to be more malicious to him throughout this so that, you know, later on in the movie, he feels even more justified to kind of like beat them out one by one. Yeah, that makes sense. You know what I mean? I feel like they didn't really bring it as villainous characters. Like you had the main one, which was like the the main focus. Mm -hmm. There's there was three of them that were like complete dickheads. Yeah. And the two were just kind of like, uh, 
you know, you've got your Biff. They were like your Crab and Goyle. Yeah. And then you had your Draco Malfoy. Yeah. I was going to say Biff yeah. and then like his two little lackeys in Back to the Future. But yeah, Crab and Goyle, perfect with Malfoy. <laughs> It's, it's the same thing. And I don't think that they flesh those characters out well enough. I think they should have been a little bit more malicious to him throughout the training. I could see that. And I think that would have brought a little bit more to it. The girl character did nothing for me. <laughs> she was pretty terrible. Oh my God. She was pretty awful. And, um, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, Part of me is like, should they have had her as a love interest or not as a love interest? Oh, I think I'm glad they didn't. Okay. I think it would have been – what was bad would have been worse. Okay. If they did that? Yeah. I was split. I was like, could it have been more interesting if she was the love interest? And then like the the, the three uh, characters I wanted to be more malicious, could he used her against him? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, use that against him? I don't know. But um, then I found it was interesting that she had a harder time jumping off of a plane than she did – believing that she was going to shoot a fucking dog in the head. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah. thought that was a little crazy. That was a little crazy. I also thought it was really stupid when the 10% and there's a little bit of political shit in this. Oh, a little bit? A lot of political <laughs> shit. We had Westboro Baptist Church getting the fucking ki- shit kicked out of them, yeah, b- yeah. killed. You know what? And I like But that. but when the when the 10% when their heads were exploding, like fucking little yeah. nuclear bombs and yeah. fireworks going off at the same time. So like a symphony. And then it went into slow motion, too. Mm-hmm. I was just like, what the fuck is this? This is stupid. I agree. I agree. You know what? I like not to talk politics and everything, but right. for the most part, I lean to the I think I lean to the left a little bit. Uh-huh. But it's like, oh, my God. It's like shit like this that makes you embarrassed sometimes right. to lean to the left. Right. You're like, come yeah. on now. Yeah. Yeah. Can't we make a movie without shoving your agenda down my fucking throat? <laughs> I agree, dude. Oh, I agree, crap. dude. Whether you agree or disagree, who gives a fuck? Tell yeah. the story of the movie. Exactly. And don't shove your political agenda down my throat. But I will have to say for me, it was a fun spy movie. Yeah. Overall, it was fun. I will watch a sequel, which there already talking about i will watch a sequel i will too um it was a fun movie and a taste it is not a bad rating no. but you're gonna find more faults in a taste it than you are in a tupperware and um yeah and there was a lot of faults there was a lot of faults but there was a lot of stuff that i did enjoy um what did you think about what did you think about the 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 end scene with the princess was kind of hilarious that was hilarious <laughs> yeah I, you know they kind of hinted that iggy azalea was going to be down there and yes stuff. they should have done that same joke but with iggy azalea yeah yeah that would have been way the only more thing funny. iggy azalea about the movie other than that reference yeah. was iggy azalea was the second song in the end credits i noticed that too yeah I stuck around for the end credits to see if there was a post credit scene. I did too. I did too. Yeah. yeah, but the like like the jokes about, you know, the rump and everything right. would have been way funnier if right. it was Iggy Azalea. What did you think about um Samuel L. Jackson's cohort, the chick with the spring oh, blades? I, now, I liked her. I did too. She was very that's I kind of think that's where Kill Bill came into my head. Well, that and the Robert Rodriguez movie um where the chick had like the gun for the leg. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Grindhouse movie. Grindhouse film. Death proof. Or no, it Not, wasn't that death, was it, the it was Planet Terror. Planet Terror. Um but you know, like those, like okay, she of course didn't have like the bottom part of her, like her shins. Yeah. But like that device that 
spring yeah that's a real thing oh like, yeah you can buy those and bounce around on them and shit like that but like what they did was they took that original idea and then they incorporated the blades into it which i thought was cool and i thought the movie started off great like with i this, agree the different spies and like i liked how it was like the knights at the round table and mm-hmm. each one of them was you know lance a lot and and, th- I, and you had merlin and i thought that was very cool and i liked the the first spy scene where she like split dude in half. Yeah, I like that too. I and had, then threw the threw the blankets over them because his character didn't like to see blood. There was a couple that was like maybe in their fifties in my yeah. theater, and yeah. they got up and left. At really? The, at the uh, split the guy in half scene. Oh wow! That was that was it. They were like, oh shit! <laughs> All right, and we're out. <laughs> yeah, we're done. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we did not know what we were seeing. Well, maybe the guy had some kind of like intrusive surgery lined up for the next week or yeah. something. It was it was like whoa! I, I was looking back. I was like, I don't think they're coming back. Right? <laughs> yeah, maybe this guy had like a triple bypass going on next week, and yeah. he was like, I don't need to see this shit. <laughs> I don't need this in my life. Fuck this. (laughs) (laughs) All right. How would you compare these to like James Bond? Do you think that this is a franchise that needs to go on like James Bond? Do you think it's like, uh, let's do a trilogy and like call it a day? I think they should leave it alone at this movie. Really? No sequel? Yeah. I think they did. They did it. Yeah. But you know what? Do you know how studios think, Jake? Yeah. How much money is this movie made? Do we know? I think Secret Service 2 will not make as much money as Secret Service 1. Yeah. It's not winning the box office. It's losing to uh, Fifty Shades. Oh, so yeah. I, I think it's sitting at like 40 mil so far Horrible. for the weekend. Yeah, what the fuck were they thinking? They pushed it back from November, and they're going to try to come out in the same weekend as Fifty Shades? Yeah, what a val- it's, what a great Valentine's Day movie. Let's go see this guy get split in half. Yeah, exactly. And just a 10-minute massacre set to free bird right <laughs> so yeah yeah not the best valentine's day fair no probably not so is, is 50 shades a good valentine's day movie i think it is really yeah like a good thing to take your significant th- other too i think it is you think a lot of guys are getting laid after seeing 50 shades of gray I, I think they are i think they're getting 50 shades of fuck sideways from sunday or whatever i, think they are, I don't yeah. know how that how's that saying go <laughs> fuck how's it I think it, it's encouraging extra ass slaps in the sex. Yeah, so, so true. Everyone, everyone's it's, liking that. Yeah. Like, I think there's going to be, like, at least one person in that couple is like, do you think we should spice things up a little bit? Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, probably. It's probably doing the world some good. Right. Hey, you know what? But if they see Kingsman, hey, the guy might end up getting some anal. <laughs> that's true. That is true. I think, yeah. I think all that's happening if you see Fifty Shades, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're right. I think you're getting anal while, like, belt. Yeah, you're getting learning all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Very informative to people. So taste it. You know, Gafford from Joe Schmo Comic Show. Yeah. He texts me. He gives us a Tupperware. He says it's better than Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that's the most fucking insane thing I've ever heard. <laughs> he said it's uh, – and I told him. I said, uh, I said, all right, I think you're, spi- you're, you're just talking about that new shiny toy thing. It's the new shiny toy for you. I think it, this is your Buzz Lightyear and you're going to come back to Woody. Yeah, that's crazy. Crazy talk. Like, Just look at the music alone. Like – the Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy perfectly melds the music to what's going on, like, mm-hmm. and it's and and I'm not talking about Gafford, a guy who didn't like Guardians of the Galaxy. This guy loved Guardians of the Galaxy. I think like on their uh, Golden Schmoes, like Guardians of the Galaxy was like his comic book movie of the year, and this trumps that. He said he's on crack. He's crazy. Yeah, this is nowhere near as good. 
You know, I respect your opinion, but I I, I have to uh, respectfully disagree, and I, I feel this movie is a taste it. So. Yeah, it's definitely a taste it. And I know a lot of people are going to Tupperware this movie because there aren't a lot of spy movies out there like this. But I'll be honest with you, Jake, and I think I'm going to offend everybody out there. I would rather watch If Looks Could Kill with Richard Grieco. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. Me too. That's the first movie I saw at Will and Ole's 14 when it opened up. Really? The local theater. Yeah. yeah. The first movie. That's mm-hmm. why I always think about it. So. All right. Are we done with Kingsman? Yeah, we're done. We're done. We're done. Done with that shit. Put a fork in it. Put a fork in it. Give me a month. I'll toss it. <laughs> yeah. God. Especially with Gafford acting like it's the second coming of Christ. Holy cow. <laughs> Holy cow. Go watch Man of Steel, Gafford. Oh. Oh, shit. I see a new movie review. A new live tweet. What's that? Kingsman? Yeah. Oh, I'd live tweet that. Yeah. Yeah, it comes out. It's no Man of Steel. No, it's a taste it. And I enjoyed it. No, I'll watch a sequel if, if, if and when it does come out. Yeah, I'll watch it too. I wonder if they'll get all that together. By the second movie? Well, no, if they'll just get everyone, like, Matt Vaughn doesn't really seem to come back and do sequels. He doesn't. And You're right. So I wonder if Firth will come back. I, I love the opening sequence, though, with the credits when they were... When oh, they that were, was cool. That was very cool. The explosions yeah. uh, on that building, and then as the explosions, the rocks, the bricks would come out, it would form, like, the names on the Even screen. there, the music was cheesy, though. It was playing the Dire Straits, Money for Nothing. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. The music selection for that movie was god awful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's just my opinion. And I love that song. I own that that C D that that's on. Right. So Dire Straits Money for Nothing All the Way. It did seem out of place though, but didn't it? But it was ridiculous yeah. in the movie. Yeah. Like it just felt really cheeky. Like right. you kinda knew what you're getting into, right, just from that music selection. Well, and it was like uh the movie started in nineteen ninety seven and that song was popular in the eighties? Yeah, like eighty five. Right. So yeah, who yeah. knows? Who knows? All right, let's move on to Marvel news. All right, so it's now time for yeah. Are we ready? We're done with Kingsman. Yeah, we're done with Kingsman. Bury right. that shit. All right, Kingsman taste it all around. No Tupperware party. Sorry for all of you that loved it. No Tupperware party from the leftovers though. All right, it's time now for Marvel news. Marvel News. <laughs> Marvel News. Marvel News. All right. Before we jump into the big Marvel News, i got a couple uh, Marvel-related emails that I wanted to talk about. First one is from Andre Garola. He says, hey, PCL and Frank. See, yes. he did it right. Yeah, good job. Yeah. Hope Did Frank get the dot, dot, dot? No. <laughs> no, he didn't get the dot, uh, dot, dot. Uh, that, that's still nice. looking for that. That's courteous. That is courteous. <laughs> it's courteous not to give the dot, dot, dot to people. Yeah. Oh, brother. <laughs> hey, PCL and Frank. I was listening to episode 77, and you guys have been talking about Robert Downey Jr. maybe not being Iron Man anymore. My suggestion that they should try to go after who is suave and young enough and needs a big break is Matt Bomer from that TV show White Collar. I think he would play a great Tony Stark and Iron Man. He's got the suaveness and the comedic charm. Thanks. Hope to hear more. 
Hmm. Matt Bomer? I, I've never seen the show. It's a USA show, correct? I guess so. Yeah, never seen it. Never seen Matt it Matt Boner? Matt Boner. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. I toss it. <laughs> you don't yeah. even know who the guy is yet. Exactly. <laughs> toss him. He's terrible. All right, hold on. Let's pause. Let's look up this guy. Let's look up the, let's look up the great Matt Boner. Boner. <laughs> 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 it's Matt. How do you spell his last name? Bomer. B O M E R. <laughs> Bomer. Matt Boner. Oh, uh, Frank. Oh, God. Thank God he's not here. Yeah. All right. Giggles galore. Do you want to see his picture or know yeah. what other shit he's in? Yeah. He was in Magic Mike. He was in Chuck. Here's this guy. Looks like a Bomer. It looks like he could be on a soap. Yeah, he's really working that five o'clock shot. <laughs> yeah, I, I stand by my toss it. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> I don't. Ha- I'm gonna freeze it. I don't know, man. I'm yeah, gonna fucking shit about Matt Bomer. This guy couldn't act his way out of a USA primetime <laughs> series. <laughs> so. uh, but you know, he acted his heart. He acted himself into the hearts. Of many women out there in Magic Mike. <laughs> Shirtless men galore. That's hilarious. That's interesting. You guys are real passionate about this boner guy. Bomer. <laughs> oh, my apologies. My apologies. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry, man. We don't know nothing about Matt Bomer. We're not the ones to be asking here. I, what, what concerns me is like these the, t- the TV <laughs> actor to, to, to film transition. It's different. I agree. I agree. It's different, you know? I mean, somebody great on TV is not always great in the movies. It's Kaylee Cuoco, Big Bang Theory. I don't mm-hmm. think she'll never be a big movie star. And even, uh, you know, as great as he is now, Neil Patrick Harris, I just can't see him being a big movie, a big time movie actor. Yeah, he was in Gone Girl. Get over it. But I mean, he was also an American Horror Story and he was good. But I just don't see him as like a big time TV actor. It's a, it's hard for these guys that get locked into TV to to make that transition. Chris Pratt is one of the few exceptions. Yeah, I agree. So I'm just looking at Google images of this guy in every picture with the five o'clock shadow. Jeez, guy. Yeah, he's <laughs> George Michael over there. Yeah, right. Holy crap! George Michael is the next Tony Stark. What do you think? I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this picture. This guy is George Michael. Yeah, he is. <laughs> so yeah okay i'll freeze it yeah I'll, I'll toss it still i know you will <laughs> all right let's see here howdy leftovers and frank still no dot 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 yeah nice it's Kurt. danny hernandez at whoosh danny h on twitter whoosh first time email and long time listener since i came across your show looking for a man of steel review so he's been around for about episode eight and yeah. been, been around for a while does everyone think this sucks? Is that what he was thinking? He says, boy, that was a gem. He was he was talking about our show. I don't know what his feelings are about the movie. Oh. He says, as I was listening to last week's episode, Brian brought up how... Uh, Brian brought up how can these two universes come uh, come together. I was talking about the Fantastic Four and X-Men. Uh-huh. Firstly, I think the tone of the Fantastic Four te- teaser will be a swerve. By the time the crew has their powers... Fighting Doom in the movie, they feel the feel will be in the same vein as the ending of First Class on how it will come across. 
Anywho. Well, okay. I don't know. It just felt too interstellar for me, too, too science-based for me to even mesh with, with the X-Men universe at this point. Now, maybe by the second movie it could. Yeah, possibly. They've already green, greenlit the second movie. Maybe we'll get more costumes and shit like that. But I think this was just too grounded and gritty and interstellar for me to even see how it could cross over. Into I don't that. think it's gonna. The whole movie's gonna feel as interstellary as the trailer does. I, I mean, if there's only ten minutes of the thing, maybe. I mean, just the fact that he exists as a character makes yeah. it less interstellary to me. Yeah, I know. I know. It's a Fantastic Four movie. We're gonna see a rock monster, so <laughs> I, I get that. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I know. I know we didn't see. I know. I know we didn't see that in uh, Interstellar. You can only nullify the thing so much. You know what can you do? And I don't think I'm going to make a prediction. I don't think Trank's coming back for the sequel. If that's where they're wanting to go, if they're wanting to lead to an X Men Fantastic Four crossover, mm-hmm. Trank is not coming back for the sequel. He's setting the tone for the first movie, the origin story, where it's gritty and grounded. And maybe toward the end, it gets more uh, pun intended fantastical, but. I don't think Trank's coming back for a sequel. Yeah, I think it's open to whether we'll even see a sequel to this movie. I mean, I know, no, it's I, not. I know, I know that they've said they've already greenlit Two, it. Two thousand seventeen, but a flop's a flop, and it'll it'll destroy a sequel. Well, shit, yeah, they've greenlit the half of the Spider-Man movies. They greenlit Green Lantern two before Green Lantern one came yeah, out. Yeah, it's true. And uh, I still haven't seen that Green Lantern two. But the thing is, it's like. Uh, this does tie into po- a possible crossover. So, like, yeah. bringing them back for that crossover and trying to, like, you know, change things up a little bit so that they can have the Fantastic Four crossover with the X-Men. I could see them just doing the sequel for that reason. Yeah. But, yeah, flop is a flop. Yeah, it's possible. Well, yeah. Anything goes in Hollywood. Yeah. Anywho, my front runner bridge between the two franchises for the villain that would be in the X-Men Fantastic Four movie would be Kang the Conqueror. Oh, I love it. I love it, too. But they probably don't own him. I hope. That's what I'm thinking, too. He's probably <laughs> part of the Marvel. He's Avengers villain. Yeah. I hope Jake knows a little bit of his backstory, but he's the reason why Apocalypse has his uh, alien tech. He has a he has uh, blood relations to Reed Richards. Plus, yeah, like, isn't he, like, Reed That Richards- apocalypse stuff is only just now because of, like, the Remender, Uncanny Avenger stuff, right? Right. So. But he does have blood relations to Reed Richards. He's, like, his, like, relative, like, way in the future. Yeah. Some shit like that. Yeah. Okay. He's from the 30th century. Yeah. Um, plus, the whole time-traveling thing changing history and days of future past, Kang's timeline has disappeared has disappeared, but he has the ability to remind in rewind in the new time due to his helmet and goes back in time to fix what changed and it would need both teams to stop him. Thoughts? Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I like it. Let's can we substitute Kang for another villain? Because I can't wrap my head around that. Like in my head, it's like Kang is Marvel Studios. Yeah. Like, I guarantee you he's listed as an Avengers catalog character. You don't think that he could be, like, one of these other characters, like uh, Quicksilver, Scarlet Witch, that could, like, go over into either studio? I don't, because <clears throat> I think it's only in recent books, like Remender's and Candy Avengers, have they even... And now, I could be wrong about this, Yeah, but I'm pretty sure they really haven't used Kang as an X-Men type of 
antagonist. In when I read the email line. too, I was thinking the same thing that this is probably Marvel Studios owned. Yeah, where with Quicksilver, Scarlet Witch, it's like, well, they spent their majority of their history in the right. Avengers book, but their origin and their first appearance was in X Men book. I agree with him though that I would love to see this. Let's substitute the villain though. What about like I, I, I'm thinking about Bishop. Yeah. But I guess that you, you kind of already used him. Is there another time-traveling X-Men villain we can throw in here? I don't know, but, unless they're going to want to make Cable a villain for one movie. Yeah, let's. what about <clears throat> Sinister? Let's give Sinister time-traveling powers. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be Sinister would look awesome on screen, too. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, it's a movie, so we can... We can Fuck around with the shit, you know. I know, yeah. I know. Sinister in the comics isn't the time traveling guy, but right. you'd fuck around with that a bit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I just think I agree with them. I think Kang would be better served in the X Men Fantastic Four world because I think that they would use him. I don't know if Marvel Studios will be using Kang for a long time. Yeah, if they were smart, they would. Yeah, I think it's one of the best villains to have in the back burner. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I like, in comics, I like Kang more than I like Thanos. Right. I ha- I still have um, my King the Conqueror Secret Wars figure. Um, Kang the Conqueror. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, okay, you're right, you're right, that's awesome. I, mm-hmm. I remember that figure. I still have that th- fucking thing, too. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. It, it's like blue face paint is all, like, worn off and everything. Oh, mine's in, like, pristine condition. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, mine got some hardcore play. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I love um, Avengers Forever, which is a 12-part Avengers maxi-series that came out in the mid-'90s. Right. Uh, Busiak wrote it. Carlos Pacheco drew it. It's all about Kang and his history and everything. I would need to read that because I love Kang. It is amazing. It's like a time-plucked Avengers. Like, they're doing a series coming out in April that's almost the analog to this. I forget what it's called. It's like Ultron Forever or something like that. Huh. And it looks kind of like the same story, except not Kang as the villain this time. They're going to use Ultron, who's more popular with people since the name's out there now. Yeah, but Avengers Forever, definitely worth reading. I'm sure you can pick up a trade of it. All right. Let's get to the big news. Oh, yeah? We got to get to it. We got a new Ant-Man trailer? New Ant-Man trailer. (laughs) No. Jake, I got a question for you. Tell me. What do uh, the animated cat Garfield and Andrew Garfield have in common? Oh, no. Oh, the no. answer yeah. is they both hate Mondays. Andrew Garfield found out on Monday he's out of a job. Good. So a couple of weeks ago, Amy Pascal of CEO, the, uh, Amy Pascal, the CEO of Sony, she stepped down. And many people were speculating that this could reopen negotiations to bring Marvel, uh, to bring Spider-Man into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They were right. The news swung in late Monday night after 13 years and five films of Spider-Man. Spider-Man will now be joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Holy shit. Marvel's website broke. Like, because mm-hmm. Marvel.com was the first people to publish, like, the news. Right. And you couldn't, like, if you went to that link, you couldn't even read the article. Like, their site was broke from it. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I I had to, I didn't read the news from them. I had to read it from, I think, CBR. Yeah. So I was reading their shit. But, uh, yeah, Monday night, I think it was, like, 9.30. Yeah, it was late. It was a late Monday. 
Yeah, 9.30 that shit dropped. Um, let's take a look uh, real quick at what got us here. Let's take a look at this journey. Are we going to eulogize Andrew Garfield? <laughs> nice. I love it. July 23rd, 2014, Sony sets Sinister Six for 2016, and then they push The Amazing Spider-Man 3 to 2018. Then on August 4th, 2014, Sony was reportedly looking to make a female-led Marvel superhero movie for 2017. October 8th, 2014, this was the first rumor that Sony and Marvel were in early talks to share Spider-Man. October 31st, Spider-Man spinoff movie may star an all-female team now. And then who could forget this one? On November 11th, 2014, Sony was possibly eyeing an Aunt May film. Fifty Shades of May. Fifty Shades of May. All right. So, basically, Sony had no fucking clue (laughs) as to what they were going to do with this franchise, where it was going. They seemed lost. They seemed, yeah. All the rumors past this point were leading to Spidey joining the MCU, which he has. Yeah, wow. Here's the official press release of the mega deal that went down on Monday. This is crazy. Sony Pictures Entertainment brings Marvel Studios into the amazing world of Spider-Man. New Spider-Man will appear first in an upcoming Marvel film within Marvel's cinematic universe. Marvel's Kevin Feige to produce next installment of the Spider-Man franchise with Amy Pascal. Sony Pictures Entertainment and Marvel Studios announced today that Sony is bringing Marvel into the amazing world of Spider-Man. Under the new deal, the new Spider-Man will first appear in a Marvel film from Marvel Cinematic Universe. Sony Pictures will therefore, thereafter, release the next installment of its $4 billion Spider-Man franchise. On July 28th, 2017, in a film that will be co-produced by Kevin Feige and his expert team at Marvel and Amy Pascal, who oversaw the franchise launch for the studio 13 years ago. Together, they will collaborate on a new creative direction for the Web Slinger. Sony Pictures will continue to finance, distribute, own, and have final creative control of the Spider-Man films. Marvel and Sony Pictures are also exploring opportunities to integrate characters from the MCU into future Spider-Man films. The new relationship follows a decade of speculation among fans about whether Spider-Man, who has always been an integral and important part of the larger Marvel Universe in the comic books, could become part of the Marvel Universe on the big screen. Spider-Man has more than 50 years of history in the Marvel's in Marvel's world. And with this deal, fans will be able to experience Spider-Man taking his rightful place among other superheroes in the MCU. Bob Iger, chairman and CEO, the Walt Disney Company said, "Spider-Man is one of Marvel's great characters, beloved around the world. We're thrilled to, to work with Sony Pictures to bring the iconic web-slinger into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which opens up a fantastic new opportunities for storytelling and franchise building. We always want to collaborate with the best and most successful filmmakers to grow our franchises and develop our characters. Marvel's Kevin Feige and Amy, who helped orchestrate this deal, 
are the perfect team to help produce the next chapter of Spider-Man, said Michael Linton, chairman and CEO of Sony Pictures Entertainment. This is the right decision for the franchise, for our business, for Marvel, and for the fans. Sony Pictures and Marvel Studios share a love for the characters in the Spider-Man universe and have a long, successful history of working together. This new level of collaboration is the perfect way to take Peter Parker's story into the future, added Doug Belgrad, president, Sony Pictures Entertainment Motion Picture Group. I am thrilled to team with my friends at Sony Pictures along with Amy Pascal to produce the next Spider-Man movie, said Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige. Amy has been deeply involved in the realization on the film of one of the world's most beloved characters. Marvel's involvement will hopefully deliver the creative continuity and authenticity that fans demand from the MCU. I am equally excited for the opportunity to have Spider-Man appear in the MCU, something which both we at Marvel and fans alike have been looking forward to for years. Mm Mm-hmm. Spider-Man Embraced All Over the World is the most successful franchise in the history of Sony Pictures with five films having taken in more than $4 billion worldwide. Yeah, it's huge. It is huge. Wow, this is crazy. And the, you know what the craziest thing about this whole story to me is? Is that it's really just like a big hand-holding experiment. Like there's like no like monetary amount exchanging hands. We're taught where you were definitely going to be talking about that. And that just blows yeah. me away. That's so awesome. Yeah. That it's like, they both know that they can do nothing but help each other by doing this. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't, there's no, who cares about the money? Let's just both help each other make buttloads of money. Right now let's break down this deal. We're going to talk about it. Okay. First off, I guess Jeff, rate it. Yeah, oh, I Tupperware it. Okay, Tupperware it too. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we, we get to see Spider-Man in the fucking MCU. Right. Yeah, Andrew Garfield's out. <laughs> so, yeah, I love I love this. I love this. I Tupperware the fuck out of it. But we're let, let's let's talk about everything. But let's break down the facts of the deal. All right. Spider-Man, for, first off, let's clarify this for people that still don't understand this. Spider-Man's rights are not back at Marvel. Marvel yes. does not own Spider-Man. Correct. Like I said, it's a big hand-holding experiment. Spider-Man's still with Sony. Everything with Marvel still with Marvel. Brian's right. right. It's Nothing has changed as far as that's concerned. Right. Um, Sony Pictures, like they said, quote, Sony Pictures will continue to finance, distribute, and uh, own and have fi- final creative control of the Spider-Man films. So... Does that mean that they will have creative control over how Spider-Man is portrayed in the MCU? I, I, I think they probably have the final yay or nay, but I think at this point they have complete confidence. That's yeah in Fahey yeah. and his crew. Yeah, and so it's it's like whatever you want to do, Fahey. Yep, we dropped the fucking ball so fucking hard. Yeah, that. Whatever you say exactly. has to be smarter than what we're saying. Yeah, they're lost. Yeah. They don't know what to do. I'm in complete agreement. Um, I think they have yay or nay, final yay or nay still. Mm-hmm. But th- whatever happens, until Fahey puts out a flop, they're just going to say yay. Do you think now, though, with them doing their own Spider-Man movie, that Feige and some of the people involved at Marvel – are going to have their hands on that script, that script, 
Do you think Sony's going to be like, well, you know what? This is what we have planned for our Spider-Man solo film. Mm -hmm. But we want to make sure that Spider-Man is used in the MCU to where this makes sense in your movies as well. See, I think they have it handled already just by the fact that Feige is exec producing that first Spider-Man movie that's coming out in 2007. He, yeah, he, I think no. I think he's listed as a producer. Yeah, but I, I think I think both are happening. I think the same the same brain trust that's behind figuring out the Marvel Cinematic Universe is the same brain trust that's going to figure out how Spider Man and his solo right. movies is going to fit into that. Right. I think the people are one and the same here, and I think that's what's so great about this news. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, I. I have no problem against Amy Pascal. I don't. I I think the biggest problem has been that Avi Arad. Yeah, oh yeah. I think he's been like their biggest. And I ho- I hope he's in limited capacity going on in the future yeah. in, in Sony as it far seems as Spider-Man like is going to be handled. It seems like he is. I think at this point he's dropped the ball. Everyone recognizes that. And they want to make fucking money. They want Spider-Man in an Avengers movie, and they want you coming back. Look at the numbers Iron Man 3 did coming out after Avengers 1. And Iron Man being a B-list character compared to Spider-Man, who should be, like, bringing in in $1.5, $1.7 in my opinion. I agree. And if you have a Spider-Man movie that's part of phase whatever... You know, that actually takes place in that same yeah. overarching story. Oh, my God. Well, and, and Iron Man 3 outperformed the first two movies. Yeah. Exactly. As far as box office success. Just that that fuel of it's the first post-Avengers movie. Yeah. All right. So the next thing in the deal. But, no, it's great, you know. Um, <laughs> okay. No, let me talk about this. How do you feel about Sony Pictures – Still having final creative control over the Spider-Man films. I mean, I know you alluded to Kevin Feige and Amy Pascal, um, you know, working together. Do you think this could cause any conflicts in the future? I think it'll be fine. I think they can easily work this out to where everyone is getting benefited from it. I don't think. I mean, it could lead to conflicts, but I don't think it will. At least in the immediate future, at least for the next five to ten years, I think everyone's going to be a okay about it. I've got thoughts on it, yeah, and I'll I'll talk about it later. Um, but I can see though, like I bet I know where your thoughts are coming from. How like studios could give, be rubbed the wrong way about what other studios want to do with the Spider Man. I think the okay. I'll just give my thoughts now. Okay, I think the first movie might be the toughest. Mm-hmm. They're gonna they're, they're gonna try to like they don't want it to get out into the media. Mm-hmm. But I think the first movie is gonna be the roughest. I think trying to try to get everything going and get uh, creative control not, not creative control but uh, um, creatively working together is gonna be difficult at first. Mm-hmm. But once they see the money train come in, mm-hmm. they are going to be sucking the dick of Marvel yeah. so hard. Because and after that, I think I think they're gonna be like, Oh, all right, we're all in. Whatever you guys say, we'll do. <laughs> yeah, that's we're we're on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um under the new deal, it said the new Spider Man will first appear in a Marvel film from Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, new, automatically, we know, Andrew Garfield, you're not coming back. Mm -hmm. So he's not coming back. 
because it said new Spider-Man. And he was contacted. Yeah, I heard this. About possibly returning to the role. But the rumors were because of the new chapter for the character entering the MCU that it didn't make sense to bring him back. And I don't think it does. So I I can, I guess we can expect to see uh, Andrew Garfield showing up at a lot of conventions yeah. here in the future. <laughs> I bet we can. Yeah. So I don't know what else this guy's got lined up. No, I don't either. So he not much of a megastar. He really didn't do much while he was doing Spider Man either. Right. So he did that Facebook movie. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. He yeah. It, it, it's not working out for these Sony the the Sony talent, except for Emma Stone. But I'm talking about just the main draw, Spider Man himself. It's not working out for him. Yeah. The way it's worked out for Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth is in between these Marvel movies, he's doing shit like uh, he did Rush. Yeah. He did that shitty uh, Michael Mann movie, Black Hat. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, I mean, he's getting side work in between these. Yeah, he's not just Thor. He, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. And it's kind of Andrew Garfield, I, I, he hasn't really done anything else. Even Robert Downey Jr., Judge, Sherlock Holmes, mm-hmm. you know, bit part and chef. I mean, he's he's got other work lined up. I'm sure there's something – I'm sure we could find one Andrew Garfield thing he's been in. But the fact that I can't name it yeah, off the top even. of my head is not impressing me. Yeah, in the last like six, seven years even, like what the hell? Mm-hmm. I can't think of a thing. Yeah. So. So, all right. It says the in the deal, it says the new Spider-Man will first appear in a Marvel film from the MCU – but it doesn't say anything about Peter Parker. No, it just says the new Spider-Man. Right. Um, I don't think this is going to happen at all. Uh-huh. This is all speculation, things that could happen, but this is not likely. If Marvel was smart, in my opinion, though, and wanted to give Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. a ratings boost, I think it might be smart to work Peter Parker's origin story into an episode. Yeah, that'd be super cool. Um, you know, we've talked about that origin story. Do we need to see another cinematic organ, origin story? We're going to talk about that later, the origin story, if we think there is going to be one or not. Yeah. We'll save that for a little bit later. But, I mean, this would be this would be an interesting way to do it. But would it also be like one of those things that takes away from what they're doing, all this Inhumans shit that they're building up to? Yeah, I don't know. I, I like the idea, though. I, I do think another origin story is needless, that it's just like – treading the same fucking shit over and over again yeah but from a uh from abc disney looking at this Mm -hmm. they already have the rights to use spider-man in the tv universe so they really don't have to basically ask you know Mm -hmm. but i don't think that they're going to want to give i don't think that they're i don't think it's a possibility i don't think that they want their first appearance of this character to be and they'd have to cast the actor no. Well, we all know what we think the first appearance of Spider-Man is going to happen in, right? I have my suspicions, yeah. It, it seems like Civil War Civil is War. the no-brainer, well, right? Well, sure. Well, yes and no. Yeah. Possible reshoot for Age of Ultron where they don't show his face. They don't even have an actor yet. They, they haven't even cast anybody. Yeah. I don't think it's a possibility, number one. I, I don't see think it. In, in in Age of Ultron. Yeah. Okay. The only way that they could do it is if we saw a CGI or just a stuntman in a suit mm-hmm. because they haven't cast the actor yet. So exactly. you're not going to see the face, probably not even going to hear the voice. 
Yeah. But it's a possibility. I don't think it's going to happen, though. No, I think it's a, I, like a 5% chance. But I do think there is that 5% chance that that could happen. I think that they're saving it. I think yeah. that they're saving it. Yeah, that movie's a blockbuster without a Spider-Man appearance. Oh, absolutely. So. Absolutely. Um, I think at the very uh, – yeah, yeah, I, I've already said that. Um, Sony Pictures will thereafter release the next installment of the Spider-Man franchise, so a Spider-Man solo film. And that's 07, am I correct about that? That was 10, that was, uh, eight years ago. This is 2017. Oh, 17. <laughs> 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 Fucking with you. No, I deserved no, it. You're fine. Um, they'll, ne- they'll release the next installment of the Spider-Man franchise on July 28th, 2017, in a film that will be co-produced Marvel and Sony Pictures, and they are, quote, exploring opportunities to integrate characters from the MCU into future Spider-Man films. Hmm. Okay, this is good news, but it's not necessary. Yeah. Um, The reason I say this is because I think that he should be able to reference characters from the mcu in mm-hmm. those films but we don't have to see them the the marvel solo films have done pretty well yeah without integrating other characters from other movies we got the cute chris evans like cameo in the thor the dark world and stuff like that but maybe it'll be more peripheral like like a samuel L. jackson nick fury appearance well you, you're gonna wonder if all this shit's going on in a Spider-Man movie, why isn't he calling the Avengers? But maybe he hasn't joined the Avengers yet by this point. Yeah, very true. Very true. It might not be until Infinity War until he joins the Avengers. Yeah, I've had a theory that possibly... The- what are the Avengers in Civil War? Yeah, who knows? Right. There could be multiple Avengers. Exactly. I've had a theory that possibly we may get two different Spider-Mans. That the same Peter Parker, but two different age points. Like maybe we're going to get an older Spider-Man, Peter Parker, in the Marvel movies, but the Sony stuff still connected to the Marvel Universe will be the chronicles of the young Peter Parker. I don't think so at all. Yeah, just a theory I'm throwing out there. Mm-hmm. It could be a way to have both separate entities, though. It, it's a... That way is a way for the Marvel to be able to just do whatever they want with adult Peter Parker, and then Sony's got young Peter Parker over there that, you know. I think that Sony is thinking to themselves, Marvel, we want to see what you can do with our character first. Yeah. And then we want that same character that everybody's going to love in your movie Mm -hmm. to translate into ours. That's the character that's going to sell because we think that you can sell it, and that's why we're doing this fucking deal. Yeah, I agree. No, it's an interesting point. And I mean, along the same lines, I mean, we've got people asking us about Miles, Miles Morales. Yeah. I got a question from a listener I'm going to read later. We're going to talk about Miles Morales. Yeah, I could see that too. And the same kind of thing, like you can have one in one and one in the other. Right, you know? right. I think Marvel's going to do it right. I think they're going to do it right. I think so too. Um, let's see here. Um, basically here, admitting – that the new Spider-Man will be in a new movie on his own on July 28th, 2017. That means that we get the first appearance of the character before that. 
Yeah, it's so quick that in two years we're going to be yes. our butts are going to be watching a new Spider Man movie. Right. Wow. In two years we're going to be watching a new Spider Man movie, but before that we're going to be able to see him in an MCU film. Yeah, and that'll be next summer probably, from the smells of it. Now the most likely movies are Avengers: Age of Ultron and Captain America: Civil War. It's highly, highly unlikely he's going to be an Ant Man. No. Guardians Two. No. Or Doctor Strange. Yeah, no. Definitely no Miles Morales in Doctor Strange. Definitely not. <laughs> I feel that they will wait until, like like you said, Captain America, Civil War. <laughs> okay, this is the big question. Yeah. Are they going to rewrite the script for – the script is written. Yes, they are. Are they going to rewrite the script? They haven't changed the date of the film, though. Yeah, they are rewriting it, though. I, they have to. They are. Is it going to be more difficult to rewrite the script now because he's not established? They're going to have to find a creative way to establish him into the MCU. Yeah, I think they're just going to rely on the fact that it's Spider-Man and we all know who the fuck it is. It sounds like it's going to – God, but see, now we're getting to things that I'm, – I'm, we're bringing up things I haven't even talked about yet. Yeah. They're looking to cast a young high school-age Spider-Man. Yeah. It, it makes me wonder, are they, are they really going to rewrite this script? I think they are. They have to, to sub-capacity. Yeah. It's hard to imagine – we're going to have Spider-Man in Civil War and we're not going to mirror the unmasking of Spider-Man. Like, it, doesn't that have to happen at that point? Like, it, We've said in the past that you can make a Civil War movie without that. Yeah, we've said it that. Could, and, and, and uh, hold on. I know. We've said that. I know it's changed. I know that I mean, I'm playing devil's advocate yeah, here. Yeah, Now, this has been set up it's Civil War is already even being set up in Avengers: Age of Ultron with the chopping wood scene, mm-hmm. where Captain America and Tony Stark are going back and forth, mm-hmm. and it seemed like the big focal point of this was not the unmasking, but it was just the registration act itself. Yes, and the unmasking could be like uh, instead of Spider Man, we could be looking at Black Panther or or even Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. You know the the rumor that the Winter Soldier killed like someone in how you know in uh, Tony Stark's family, and Tony Stark goes after him. Do they? And we've said like, oh, they don't they don't have to have Spider Man in this to do Civil War. Yeah. But now it's like since they have Spider Man in there, is this a script rewrite? I feel like it has to be. Like I feel like especially that's what fans are thinking. I mean, if if that's where we're thinking his appearance is going to be. That's what they're going to do, right? Like, they're going to unmask Peter Parker. It's the Russo appearance. That's fucked up. I say, number one, I say I'm looking at it from two different angles. I think if Whedon was doing this movie, Civil War, rewrite. Yeah. It's the Russo brothers. They're a wild card to me. They make great movies. I think they could still make a great movie without unmasking Peter Parker. I do, too. But on the flip side, I don't know if the Russo brothers are wanting to rewrite this 
for that to sacrifice their original script. I feel like they have to. I feel like at this point, that's like just what they have to do. I, I think they know that mass, the mass public will be like, what the H if that shit doesn't go down in Civil War? Right. In some capacity. Like, if Spider-Man's going to be in Civil War, then they got to have some deal with the Spider-Man unmasking happen in there. See, don't get me wrong, people. When I talk about when – I, when I say stuff like this, it's to get us thinking, okay? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. If I had my say, if I could wave a magic wand, we would be ma- unmasking Peter Parker because I think that would open up the greater lore for the character in his own movie. I agree. I agree. It'd be super cool. You think we'd get like Madam Web and shit like that? Yeah, I don't know. It'd just be a neat way to go about it to where he's already, like already on the run. I, I really like the idea of starting the first Spider-Man movie where we've already established a Spider-Man and we don't have to fuck with any of that and we can just like have some really cool shit happen, you know? Yeah. Hopefully it's not Green Goblin for the third time in a row right away. Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm just really excited to see what Marvel does with it. Oh, man. Who are they going to cast as some of these characters? Oh, let's talk about all this shit later. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, there's a lot that they can do. Don't get me wrong, man. I'm hoping that they rewrite the script. I'm hoping that they rewrite the script, and I hope it's an easy rewrite for them because I don't want to see this get fucked up. Yeah. I hope, I, and, and I think the comics have kind of written themselves. Yeah, I think it so, fits like a glove. I think it'll, yeah. it will be an easy rewrite. Right. Um, let's see here. Uh, where the fuck am I? Oh yeah, here we go. How much did this uh cost Marvel to use Spider-Man in their films? Jake, you alluded to this, but I wanted to read the quote cuz that's what I do. I read quotes from sources cuz I like to prove shit. It's not that I don't doubt you, Jake. Oh no, I didn't take it that way. But Variety, they were the ones who said Marvel Studios won't pay Sony Pictures for the rights to put Spider-Man and Captain America Civil War, the Avengers franchise, or its other superhero films as part of its new partnership with the studio. According to sources with knowledge of the deal, at the time, at the same time, Marvel won't receive a cut of the box office for any of Sony's films that feature Spider-Man. Sony won't receive a percentage of the revenue Disney makes from the Marvel films. That we have that have Spider-Man either. Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige also won't receive payment for his role in helping Sony revive the Spider-Man franchise, according to the sources. It's awesome. So basically, you know, both studios are agreeing that working together will benefit them both. Is that's exactly what you said? Yeah, I think that this is. This just comes down to Marvel and Disney just looking to trounce DC and Warner Brothers. Oh, I agree. I agree. And not just DC and Warner Brothers. I think Fox, too. Fox, too. Oh, hey, hey, have you seen that new Batman and Superman movie? Yeah. Well, we got Spider-Man, bitches. Yeah. That's basically what this came down to. It first started with, oh... We've got a Captain America movie. You've got Batman v Superman. Well, oh, we've got a Captain America movie that's also going to have Iron Man in it. Yeah. The biggest superhero out right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you know what? We've got icing on this motherfucking cake now, and it's called Spider-Man, and he's going to thwip all over your March fucking debut. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I agree. And I know it comes out – Batman v Superman comes out in March. Yeah. Yeah. But I think people I, – I, 
Wow. I don't know, man. Now, if you think back to talking about when uh, they were both going to come out on the same day, it's like a whole new thing. Well, they, they, they fucking – yeah, they were playing chicken. They were playing chicken. Who's going to move first? Mm-hmm. Who's going to move first? And the fucking the, – the thing is they moved when they thought it was just Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans in a movie. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. They – and I'm not saying that Batman v Superman is going to be a bad movie, but my god. Yeah. Now that we've got Spider-Man in the mix, wow, it's, it's insane. It is insane. It's going to be mind-blowing just to see Spider-Man, just to see the first. I wonder how they're going to show that. Like, Are we going to have to go to the theater to see that first image of Spider-Man in a Marvel movie? Or is that going to be in the fucking trailer? <sighs> wow. <laughs> Everybody's going to want to see the suit. Yeah, exactly. Everyone wants to see what Marvel Studios can do with the suit. I... <laughs> I think it. I think it's going to be. I think. I think they're going to stick with kind of what they've been doing. I, I think it's going to be like. Um, it'll be an internet release. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we'll see the suit and the actor on magazine covers, but we actually won't see him in the movie until we see the movie. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the suit will be revealed, and we'll have an interview with the actor, but we right. won't see the footage until the movie's released. Yeah, they're they're going to definitely want to, and this happens with all the Spider-Man films where we get our first look at the suit, mm-hmm. and you get people's reactions to it. Mm-hmm. And I was pleasantly surprised by the look of that last Andrew Garfield suit. I thought it was the best looking suit I've seen in a Spider-Man film. Yeah, I can I can subscribe to that. It was great. Yeah. The rest of it. <laughs> Everything else, the inside. Yeah. Kevin Feige's not going to receive anything. Yeah, well, in a way he will. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. They're going to kill it. Yeah. Hollywood Reporter, they found out that Disney has been offering Sony billions for years to try and get Spider-Man back. Wow. That came out. Wow, it's crazy that But now- Sony said no every time. Wow. And they don't – yeah, uh, no, every time. They know – I mean, look at $4 billion in five films. Yeah, yeah. That's all Sony has going for them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can understand why they said no. This felt like it was the only way that it was going to get done. A Hollywood insider said Sony would never have made this deal, this current deal. Mm-hmm. They said Sony would never have made this current deal if they still retained the merchandising rights. Oh. Even a poor performing movie could be saved by strong merchandise sales. And Spider-Man is one of the bigger brands out there. That is so true. And so they, they can't make movie merch because they don't earn, own merchandising rights to they Spider-Man? They don't own merchandising rights to Spider-Man. Oh, that's wild. Mm-hmm. That's super wild. So, But but we saw like Jamie Foxx Electro toys and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But they don't get any of the money for that? They're not making money off of it. Wow, that's wild. They own the movie rights. That's wild. Merchandising rights weren't sold. It was when Stan broke up Marvel early 90s and mm-hmm. started selling them to these different uh, studios. Mm-hmm. Merchandising rights were not a part of this. Nice. Movie nice. rights only. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Another insider said, one knowledgeable source sees the first move that sees this as the first move, as a, a first step to Marvel reacquiring the rights to Spider-Man down the road, while another one believes 
Disney is positioning itself to acquire Sony should it ever become available. I believe the second one. I believe the second one, too. Um, I... I think that they'll not purchase all of Sony though. Mm-hmm. They, I just this Sony Entertainment division. Yeah, I agree with that. So don't worry. I don't think Disney's going to be making Sony PlayStations anytime no. soon. No. The electronics division will be, but I think Sony is going to break up. Have they broken up into divisions or is They've it just got one like Sony? Columbia TriStar? That's We're, Sony. Uh huh. And yeah, but there is Sony Entertainment. Yes, yes. And I think that I think that Disney is going to purchase Sony Entertainment, and along with that comes Spider Man. Yeah, I agree. Sony X. I guess Sony is Columbia Pictures. Before all the Spider Man movies, that's what you see is the torch, right? So yeah, yeah. Disney owns like Touchstone. Yes. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Um, Miramax, right? My yeah. Yeah, they might own Miramax. I think that, yeah, they, I think they do own Miramax. Yeah. Um So, yeah, um Disney buying Sony Entertainment, that would be a dream come true. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. That just that just ends it all. There it is. And it, it, this is a great first move for that. Like it's like they don't have to like, oh, we just bought Sony, now we got to work Spider-Man into all this. Right. Like it's they've already got that done. Right. Ahead of time. So that's nice. The bad thing, though. No, not bad about Spider-Man, Sony. Mm -hmm. That's all wonderful. So Disney hopefully will buy Sony Entertainment. But there's no way in fuck they can buy 20th Century Fox. That pisses me off. Yeah, there's no way in fuck they can buy 20th Century Fox. There's no way. Yeah. It's impossible. You just got to root for these all these X-Men Fantastic Four movies to flop. Right. <laughs> and then then they'll get them back. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz I don't I don't see them bending like Sony has after the hacks. Mm. After you know, the financial woes. Because Days of Future Past did really well. I agree. They're going to ride that for a little while. They've got Hope and Deadpool, which Deadpool I think it's going to make its money back thricefold, honestly. I it, do too. Um, I mean, it's a lower budget movie. I'm guessing in between 40 to 60 million. Yeah. And I mean, it's going to make that easily back. 100 million, 150, 200 million. I believe it. I believe it. So. Yeah. And you're, and Disney has, has had working relationships with Sony in the past. And, and I feel like Fox has always been kind of an arch rival of Disney Studios. The only thing they got out of them was, uh, the uh the X-Men trailer at the end of that movie and that was like a past deal wasn't oh yeah it? yeah that was a Sony Fox thing too yeah. so yeah. yeah oh yeah that was a Sony Fox thing yeah that was yeah I totally forgot that was with uh, the Mark Webb mm-hmm. yep yep you're right so no, it wasn't even a Disney it wasn't even Disney and they just did that out of uh they had to their hands were yeah kind of forced that was so weird yeah um the deal, the Sony uh, Disney deal, it also affected dates of current films. It did. And there's four of them that have changed. Here they are. Thor Ragnarok, yeah. originally set for the same date as the Spider-Man movie. Now the, set this in context for mm-hmm. me. What It's getting wedged in between Thor Ragnarok and Civil War. What's the before movie? Um... Uh, let's see here. The f- the movie before Spider-Man? What would have been the movie before Thor, before Spider-Man got put in here? 
Uh, wouldn't it have been Civil War? Oh, is that right? Okay, so it'll be Civil War or, followed or, or, by or, the Spider-Man movie? Or was it, no, or was it or Doctor Strange or Guardians? Yeah, I think Guardians is pretty late on the list. But that was still 2017. Okay, okay. I'm just, I was just curious. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. I think it is. What are, what are the four pushback now? Thor, Ragnarok. That was going to be coming out on the same day that this new Spider-Man, July 28th, 2017, would have came out. Mm-hmm. Now that's been moved to November 3rd, 2017, which Thor has come out in November in the past. Yeah, I think all three of them now. Yeah, The Dark World came out in November. Mm-hmm. Now, Black Panther will now be released on July twenty on July 6th, 2018. Um, Captain Marvel will be moved to November 2nd, 2018. And then the Inhumans movie, that shifts to July 12th, 2019. So basically these movies have just swapped places for Spider-Man. Yeah. But we're still going to get the Avengers Infinity Wars parts one and two released on the same date. I was going to bring that up. On an interesting note, those movies didn't shift at all. Mm-hmm. I find that very interesting because previously Inhumans was going to come out before that. And right. now it's coming out after. So I'm, I, mean, yeah. I really wonder how much... You were talking about how much of a rewrite, rewrite we have to do for Civil War. How much of a rewrite do we have to do for the whole fucking Marvel Cinematic Universe because of Spider-Man coming in? I don't think it's really going to affect too many of these other characters. I, I don't. I definitely don't see Spider-Man playing a part in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, I do see him playing a part in Infinity War, though. Those movies haven't been moved, and yeah. I don't think that they have to. I don't think the script has been written. Yeah. And I think that um, it's a good time for them to have that those movies come out on the same date because it'll be a couple years before we see Spidey again. Yeah. Um, after his solo movie. That makes sense. So I don't think that they had to move those movies. And I'm glad that they didn't. Me too. Me too. Um, I don't see him playing a part in Inhumans at all. No. Uh, Captain Marvel. No. no, it should be Captain Marvel centric, and then not Bla- that Peter Parker and Carol Danvers don't have a great relationship in the comic book universe, right? Though. But if he's not a part of the Avengers yet, yeah, I don't see that we're really going to get like a solid Avengers team until maybe Avengers: Affinity Wars. I, I can see that. You know, mm-hmm. I think the Avengers are going to kind of be broken up, and I think they needed an A lister like Spider Man to fill in for like. If Thor is going to be gone, Captain America is going to be gone, and Stark's going to be gone for a while. Makes sense. Especially for the first movie. I think everyone will come back for Infinity part, Wars Part 2. I think so, too. Yeah. I think so, too. All right. Marvel email. This one comes from our buddy Huey Cox. Hi, Franken Brian. <laughs> trying to be creative. He, he combined you... And I combined you and Frank. I don't think I like that. Frank. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't want to be combined with Frank ever again. Oh, God. No. No. Ugh, I can taste the UV vodka. Yeah. Just thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, I can almost see his ghost over here. Because we're recording at your place. This is where it went down. Yeah. Yeah. I can see his ghost, too. I can see it, too. Slumped over in the chair. Mike Tyson's mysteries. Oh, no. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah, Huey Cox says, now it's official, Spidey will be in the MCU. In the press release, the head of Sony made it clear it would still be Peter Parker under the mask. 
what would you think if the MCU Spidey was an amalgam of Peter and Miles? He'd have the powers and costume of Miles with more of the personality and namesake of Peter Parker. I'd still cast a person of color just because there are so many white people, white characters in the MCU. Tyler James Williams from Everybody Hates Chris would make a great Peter Parker. He's only 22 and could still pull off playing a teenager. Let me know what you guys think. Hmm, that's interesting. I don't like it, though. I, I want my Peter Parker to be Peter Parker. I want my Miles Morales to be Miles Morales. Well, see, okay, I, I have a different view on this. Yeah, I don't like it. I mean, I, I see where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, I I can see where he's coming from, though. Mm-hmm. It's like we got an African-American to be Johnny Storm. Why can't we be an Afri- African-American to play Peter Parker sure. kind of thing? Yeah, why can't we? But I still want him to be, at the end of the day, envelop the character of Peter Parker, regardless of what his race is. Isn't Miles Latino? Yeah. I think he's half Latin. I think he's half. I think he's half okay. African-American, half Latin. Gotcha. I'm pretty sure that's right. My view on this is, had Spider-Man stuck with Sony, Mm -hmm. this would make more sense. Yeah, this would be the way to go. This would be the way to go. Forget Peter Parker. We have a new Spider-Man we can fuck up. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Let's fuck up this new Spider-Man. But I think it would be the way to go. Had we were looking at, like, you know, Amazing Spider-Man 3 comes out, it's a pile of shit. It's another pile of shit. And... Then I think that they should look into, or even just have another universe, have Ultimate Spider-Man come out in collaboration with these movies. I mean, they were thinking about doing an Aunt May fucking movie, why the fuck not? Mm -hmm. And just have an Ultimate Spider-Man where you have Miles Morales. I think it makes more sense if the property just stayed strictly Sony and they were continuing with their vision of the character. I think that would make more sense. But to introduce the character into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is starting to finally get more diverse, yeah, I think that it's smart to bring in your traditional Peter Parker. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't think you want to ruffle feathers right off the very jump with mm-hmm. this whole Spider-Man thing. Mm-hmm. It's already like going to be like controversial enough, just the whole thing. Yeah. And then, yeah, that on top of it, and it's just going to be like, oh, my gosh. Right. So I, I see what you're saying there. That makes sense to me. I like Miles Morales. I, you know, I, I love I like Miles that, Morales. I like that idea. I think it's great. I just think it would have been better had Sony just kept fucking up movies, and then they could have used Miles Morales to try and bail themselves out. <laughs> That's a hilarious I idea. think it's more likely for that to have happened than – you're, okay, Marvel. Marvel's first crack at this is going to be Miles Morales. I don't think so. I think they're going to go, want to go traditional, mm-hmm. and we'll get a different actor in there. Now, Variety reports that they have heard that Spider-Man will be a younger actor and will be high school age in the films. So this means we're hopefully getting a wisecracking Spidey interacting with much older Avengers. Yeah, that'll be super fun. Great dynamic. Yeah. Can you imagine, you know uh, – Spider-Man, you know, talking shit to Robert Downey Jr., a younger kid. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. I can't either. That'll be hilarious. So you're talking shit to Nick Fury, Samuel Jackson. Mm -hmm. That'll be fun, too. So, yeah. In Avengers Hour. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And you know what? And he can't even have a drink of alcohol. (laughs) Yeah. I I can't wait for Marvel to get a crack at uh, doing Venom justice, too. 
Like, uh, I, I bet I bet they're going to crank that out by Spider-Man 2. Right. Like, I bet they want to get a Spider-Man vs. Venom proper movie ASAP uh, at this point. Please give me my fucking Craven movie. Oh, yeah. I don't know about that yet, but... Maybe as he's older, but someday. give me my fucking Craven movie. Someday. Someday you'll get that. All right. Um, the rumored top two choices to play Spider-Man... Are Logan Lerman, so the Fury and Percy Jackson actor, mm-hmm. or Dylan O'Brien from Teen Wolf and uh, the main lead in uh, The Maze Runner? Thoughts on these? Neither of them really get me super excited, but I, I don't know. I mean, I think I'm the wrong person to ask about what's the right casting here. I don't think a young white Caucasian male that's popular in any TV or cinema is going to get me like jumping up and down to play Peter Parker. I, I'm going to have to, no matter who it is, probably freeze it and just hope for the best. Okay. What about another name that was mentioned recently in an interview that we played on an episode or two ago? Mm-hmm. We just saw him in a movie, The Kingsman, Taron Egerton. Yeah. I'm going to say toss it okay. on, on on him. I, I don't know. I don't know. He, way too British for my Peter Parker. And you're going to run into another Andrew Garfield where it's just a really crappy accent. Right. Crappy American accent, Peter Parker. I like the kid from, um, what was it, uh, the Shailene Woodley movie where she had cancer, um, The Fault in Our Stars. Okay. I can't remember the actor's name. I really liked him. And my top choice, of course, is still Nick Robinson. Mm-hmm. Okay. Still Nick Robinson. I, I think, I think he's young enough. He's, 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 he's a talented Michael Cera. He plays that awkward teen so well. Yeah. But he's still a good looking kid. Tall, lanky. I think he's the perfect Spider-Man, in my opinion. Nick Robinson. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's going to be tough for me. No matter who they, they cast, it's going to, I'm going to be like, ooh, I, I can't wait to see this and hope it works. You well, know? It's, exactly. Especially if they're going to go, I think they're going to go with a younger actor that looks like he's in high school. Yeah. But I still think he is going to be younger than Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire were when they started. I agree. But are they going to be able to have the chops to hold scenes with Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's tough. It is tough. So well, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. It'll be interesting. I mean, they have to do it like right away in the first movie properly. Yeah. Hold chops with Robert Downey Jr. Right. So, I mean, God. Yeah. It's crazy. But it's going to be it, I oh man just think of like all the things that we could see in this movie just like you know Avengers are fighting and battling and stuff like that but on the flip side you've got this kid having fun mm. while everything's going on you cracking jokes and everything yeah. yeah Bendis always did that formula really well where, yeah. where Spider-Man was always the comic relief during all the That's fights. what they need yeah, yeah. exactly and uh, I can see him getting a little too cocky and then Stark having to bail him out. Mm, mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's happened in the books too where right. making a joke is kind of like cost like a real serious problem yep. to happen. And, but that will lead him to be a more responsible but yet still fun character for his solo film. Yeah. I think it will be growing pains just like we saw some growing pains with you know Barry Allen in the Flash TV show when he got trained by you know Oliver Queen. Those were great, and I want to see them kind of do that shit in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I agree. I'm sure it'll be more exciting than that, though. Oh, it was still damn good. (laughs) I know you don't like these fucking CW 
It was good. And I stand by my Tupperware, The Flash. It's my favorite fucking comic book show on I'm, TV I'm right now. I'm just being mean. I deserve to be hit. I'm sorry. I fucking <laughs> love it. Yeah, I don't give a shit if you don't like it. You're just missing out on a great fucking show. Yeah, that that's possibly true. So, you know, different strokes, different folks. I mean, I like certain things that you don't like. But, man, I love this fucking Flash. I love Grant Gustin. I love the kid. He's great. It, I, oh my god, I love Wally West, but it, but man, I mean, I, I think I, I honestly, I think I like Grant Gustin's Barry Allen more than I like Barry Allen in the comics. Wow, that's saying a lot. But, but I'm a Wally West fan. Oh, uh, okay, never mind. Okay, does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, I okay. understand. Okay. <laughs> it's a, it's a, I love Wally West. So. You're basically just shitting on Barry Allen more Pretty by much. saying that. But yeah, comic but, book Barry but, Allen. Right, right. Comic book Barry Allen. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I'm, I'd probably piss some people off, but whatever. Um, what about those Sony uh, Spider-Man spinoff films? Yeah, we could still see them. From what I've heard, Sinister Six hasn't been officially canceled. Mm-hmm. That it could still come. It's probably not going to come as soon as they had said if it does come. Well, here's what Variety said. Mm-hmm. They said the studio is still moving forward with the Spider-Man villain-centric Sinister Six and Venom spinoff. Wow. As well as a film that features female characters in the Spider-Man universe. The Amazing Spider-Man 3 has been canceled. While Marvel's, Marvel's Feige is involved with Sony's new Spider-Man films, he currently is not expected to be creatively involved with the spinoffs, sources say. Um... I also heard that this is not true either. Yeah. So they, heard nobody varying, knows. I've heard varying reports on this too. Right. I've heard reports that possibly Sinister Six could be the last of the Spider-Man movies that takes place in the universe that was established by Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2 that's, also. That's asinine. Yeah. And that's, that doesn't make any sense to me at all. Yeah. It's dead. Yeah. So that's crazy. It died. So, but yeah, I don't, it's just all over the place. What could be happening with the Sinister Six? It kind of seems like it's in development hell. And, is, there, and there's a good chance it could never happen. Is Drew Goddard out? I is he out? Not yet. Not officially yet. But in your opinion, do you think he's out? Possibly. I think he Do you think, to, or he could do a future film? Yeah, he, he could do a future film. I think Marvel, I think Marvel would do good to get Drew Goddard on board to do some stuff. I know he has such good relations with Josh Whedon. That it wouldn't be hard to like extend the branch to him, I wouldn't think. Yeah, but do you think after Whedon's experience at uh, Disney and being, I, he feels like he's stretched thin. Like yeah. these these movies have kicked his ass. Yeah, I can see that. Do you think that like after a sit down talk, like eh, maybe this is not what you want to do? But on the flip side, financially, Disney's going to take care of you, Goddard. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It, it'll, be, it'll be interesting. <laughs> I know. Sinister Six, though. Who I'm knows? playing a lot of devil's advocate this episode. No, I like it. I like it. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Sinister Six. I have no idea. I really don't care. I kind of hope it doesn't ever come out, to be honest with you. Same here. And that they just let all that happen naturally in the Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Rather than some just crazy spinoff. Right. That no one has any control over but, like, this one branch of Sony. Yeah. So that just seems like a nightmare waiting to happen. Yeah. All right, Jake. I got a question for you. Let's hear it. Should be pretty easy to answer. Yeah. <laughs> Is Mark Webb out? Oh yeah. <laughs> You're gone, dude. Yeah. So get in the unemployment line. So who's going to handpick the director? Uh, I know Sony gets final, 
for for the Spider-Man solo film. I know Sony's going to get the final pick, but I mean, who get? I mean, with with the stable of directors that Marvel has been able to get, uh, that have really done great jobs. Except, I don't know, maybe maybe we can say Alan Taylor was probably the worst for Thor: The Dark World. Okay, um, okay. I thought you were going to go Shane Black. Oh, oh, fuck. How could I forget about Shane Black? I was shocked. Yeah. That didn't no, come no, out no, no, about. no, no, Yeah. No, that's, that, that's a given. <laughs> so bad he's not even on the radar. Right. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't even think about that guy. But, uh, yeah, Shane Black directed Iron Man 3. When uh, you said Alan Taylor, I was like, whoa. <laughs> I, you know what? I didn't mind Alan Taylor so no. much. Um, you know, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed a lot of the Thor of the Dark World. I think I Tupperware it. Now it's mostly a taste it for me. I'm in that same camp. With yeah, high taste it though. Yeah, um, but uh, who are they going to get to replace him? Do, do you have any ideas? Any or, or dream dream directors? I don't know. Bring Raimi back for Christ's sakes. <laughs> I'm thinking. You know, I know Whedon's talking about wanting to do his own fucking universe, his own universe and yeah. shit like that. But man, if they could get Joss Whedon in there to direct a fucking Spider Man film, oh, he's perfect for that high, perfect. S- high school banter yes. and the kid stuff and everything. Yes. Yeah, he'd be great. I I subscribe to that for sure. Whedon's a great pick. You know, before before the whole uh, Kingsman movie, I would have said Matthew Vaughn, too. Yeah, I don't want to see Spider-Man action cut like that, though. No. no. Absolutely not. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. So, um, yeah, I don't know, man. It'd be interesting to who the... Maybe Drew Goddard has uh, been talked about. Maybe just, just the Helm the Main movie, then. Yeah, move him up. Okay, right. Sinister Six is kind of fucked now let's just move you up to the spider-man right do that yeah that's not a bad idea all right let's let's talk about this origin story Mm -hmm. um i think i i personally think that what they're going to do is they're going to go the incredible hulk route and just do a flashback sequence i completely agree completely agree yep I think it makes total sense, especially since we're seeing him in Civil War before we see him in a solo Spider-Man yes. movie. We do not have time in Civil War to do all the Uncle Ben stuff. Right. I don't think we even have time for a flashback. I don't even think we'll see the flashback until the Spider-Man solo film. And I think this will show, like, DC, that you don't have to show Bruce parent, Bruce Wayne's parents dying Every time the character gets reintroduced. Yes, yes. And yes. I think they'll do it right. I think they'll do it justice. I think they will too. I'm hoping all I hope that they do if they show a flashback sequence is they just get some generic actor to play Uncle Ben and he's dying and he says with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. Just to wash away as a palate cleanser for me for the bullshit where they didn't do that in The Amazing Spider-Man. And the guy that killed Uncle Ben doesn't end up having to be some mastermind right. villain connection thing yeah it can just be yeah. what it is and yeah. let's leave his parents out of this yeah, please parents just don't understand no neither does sony so let's not fucking do it <laughs> no the spy parents angle no yeah and i just quoted will smith that's okay it's okay back when he was the fresh friend so yeah exactly dj jazzy jeff yeah you know yeah origin story we don't need it i think everybody knows the origin of spider-man it's not that difficult he gets bit by a radioactive spider. Uncle Ben dies. Superhero. Yeah, exactly. There you go. There's your Cliff Notes version. He could have stuck his leg out and tripped the guy, but instead the guy kills Uncle Ben. Yeah. Great power comes great responsibility. Yep. All right. We got it. We got it. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Let's exactly. move on. Exactly. All right. Gwen Stacy or Mary Jane? 
in the first movie, Gwen Stacy. Really? Yeah. So we're going, hey. What, what I, do I want or what do I think they'll do? What I want is Gwen Stacy. What I think they'll do is Mary Jane. It feels like they won't want to do Gwen Stacy twice in a row. Yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah. Or even possibly a, a new person. Uh, I, I would have to go with one of the two. Yeah. And I think you're right. I mean, it makes more sense if they're going to do a high school Peter Parker that it would be Gwen Stacy. Yeah. But to see that story played out on the screen again, mm-hmm. it's going to be coming like uh, watching the origin story again. You know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I can see that. Yeah. So I don't know who they'd cast as Mary Jane. It'll be interesting. It will be interesting. Another young actress, so I don't really have a pool of them to really jump into. Right. So <laughs> a ginger. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. Well, they can dye her hair. Yeah. But yeah, apparently uh, X-Men Apocalypse, they have a pool of young actors that they can just pull from like Disney XD shit. Yeah, and Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones and... Mud and Joe and Book of Life. Yeah, know. there you go. So, um, for Spider-Man now, and for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I feel that this has just made New York a whole lot more interesting. Oh, definitely. I'm so, I wonder if this will affect the Netflix series at That's all. my next question. Could yeah. Spider-Man show up in a Netflix series? I... I think secondary. This is my opinion. I think secondary characters could, yeah, but not Spider-Man. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Okay, maybe even see him swing overhead. But that's a long shot. Yeah, I don't uh, swing overhead. Yeah, may or uh, how about this? How about this? Maybe Matt Murdock reading a Daily Bugle. Okay. How about this? Matt Murdock going into an alley and seeing a spider web on the wall. Yeah, I can see With that. a warning or something. A Spider-Man is a menace on the front of a Daily right, Bugle. Right, Or J. Jonah Jameson, the new actor that they have, played J. Jonah Jameson, who I think they still could get. And they should. J.K. Simmons. I agree. Which he kind of slipped up in an interview and said that there have been talks. Yeah. But... Get J- get J.K. Simmons back, and maybe just a shot of J. Jonah Jameson's re- reacting to like an explosion or something while he's in the Daily Bugle. You know, just kind of connecting the universe a little bit more. I can see that. I can see that completely. So, I don't think we'll see Spider Man in that universe, though. Or, or even like, could we see? Could we see any of these? Okay, another thing that. I think that they that they could do is okay. Let's say Sony. Let's say we're on. Um, we're getting to the point where we're going to do the uh, Sony MCU collaboration for Spider Man Three. We're we're in like the year two thousand twenty one or something. Okay. Okay. What has been one of the main main problems for these Spider Man movies is like they got great Rogues Gallery, but unlike you know Batman, which has a great Rogues Gallery. They don't have the Bat family. So you're kind of limited on people that are allies mm-hmm. to the character. Do you think that, that at that point we should be bringing in characters like Daredevil into this universe? It's possible. I, I think – Depending on how the show plays out. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to see some of the Spider-Man mainstays. Like I'd, I'd love to see Black Cat finally fully realized and in a Spider-Man movie as an ally. Felicity Jones not coming back. No. That'll never happen. No, that will never happen. Mm-hmm. 
but I still would like to see it, a fully costumed black cat in some capacity. You know who I think would be either the perfect black cat or, and I'm not trying to compare the characters, I know they're different, black cat, cat woman. Okay. Okay. The perfect actress to play her would be the actress, and I know you're not watching the show, 12 Monkeys, mm-hmm. the girl that plays Jennifer Goines okay. would be the perfect cat woman or black cat. Oh <laughs> my God, what a great actress. She is the equivalent on that show of talent that Robin Lord, Ta- Robin Lord Taylor is as the Penguin. Oh, that's high praise. She is so fucking good, and she's only been in one episode. She'll be back, but man, this 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 actress that plays Jennifer Goins is so damn good. I'd rather see her as Catwoman in a Batwoman in a Batman film. Yeah, but you take her as Black Cat. I'd take her as Black Cat. Huh, cool. So. I'd like you to just watch that episode, just those scenes with her as Jennifer Goins and 12 I need Monkeys. to watch that show. I don't know why I'm dragging my feet on that show. I'm trying to get my dad to watch it, too. Yeah. Because I know it's a great show, and if more people were watching it, it hopefully would pick up more steam, because it's a show I want to see stick stick around. It's really good. Yeah. I haven't heard a bad thing about it from anyone that's actually watched it. Right. So. Hmm. It's so damn good. I need to, that is definitely on the list. I know you, you can get behind on stuff. I'm like behind on Gotham. Yeah, and, I'm the same way. Yeah, I'm behind on the shows I'm, I'm planning on watching. So it's like ah, I'm picking up new shows. Yeah. yeah, see, our listeners are like up to date on all this shit. But like for me, it's like I got to get the show ready. Yeah, and then it's like that takes time out of time where I usually would have been watching some of these shows. Yeah, it makes sense. So, um, but um, I mean. I think that they, I think Spider-Man runs into that problem after a few movies where things get so crazy mm-hmm. in his universe that he needs a little help from his friends. That makes sense. And so it'd be nice to see some of these characters kind of like cross over. His amazing friends? Yes. Yes. <laughs> his, his Spider-Man has amazing friends. Have you tried to watch that cartoon? Oh, it's now terrible. It's horrible it's now terrible. that you're an adult, right? Ed May is so funny on it. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, even for like nostalgia, I was just like, all right, the 15 minutes in, I'm like, okay, I remember this. Yeah, crappy 80s cartoon. No, thank you. Firestar was supposed to be Human Torch. Yeah. They yeah. couldn't get, they couldn't get the right or something something didn't work out yeah or maybe it was still with the person lighting themselves on fire from yeah the human torch cartoon well, so now we're gonna get a girl in there that does the exact same thing <laughs> yeah we don't want it to be sexist we want both males and females burning themselves speaking of characters that go supernova you yeah. know we were talking last week about spider uh, superman's new supernova yeah ability yeah do you know the after effects of that no for 24 hours he's human oh jeez now it's stupid right yeah <laughs> <laughs> that is stupid. I like how you call it a supernova now too. Yeah, I'm all, that's awesome. Yeah, that's crazy. So it's like a combo of a supernova and the thing's power that the kids give them in the Fantastic yes, Four book. Yes, 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 exactly, <laughs> exactly. Twenty four hours uh, after he uses it, he's human. Oh jeez. Hey, on the bright side, he gets to bang whoever he wants. Yeah, get him. That's what the villains do. Get him to supernova and then just take right. him out. Right. So that, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. All right. Let's see here. But yeah, I think New York is going to be a lot more interesting now with Spider-Man entering the universe. Um, what about Spider-Man villains? Uh, any chance of them showing up possibly in Infinity Wars? Oh, I think there is. I, I would 
I, I could see that. This goes back to me right now. Uh, this goes back to what I said earlier. Mm-hmm. My, my response to this is like, I think Sony at this moment is thinking no. Yeah. But once I said like that money train, that dump truck of money fucking yeah. comes in, starts rolling in and they start seeing the bigger picture. And if they can cast a Norman Osborn or a Doc Ock or hell, an Electro, anybody mm-hmm. that people can love like they do Tom Hiddleston's Loki, mm-hmm. I think they'll change their mind and want to see these characters in the MCU. Oh, definitely. It just gives them more play in their exactly. own movies. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I think the relationship that they've opened up is fantastic. I do too. It sounds super healthy. I love that there was no money exchange. That's yes. really going to set egos in check when it comes to how they operate yeah. these things. Yeah, I, it sounds great. I mean, everything sounds perfect so far. So far, it's yeah, it's a it's a it's a fairy fucking tale, it man. Is a, it is a fairy fucking tale. I mean, this is what fans have dreamed of. Yeah, I mean, I've been dreaming of this. Right. So, oh gosh, I think uh, you know. Had um, do you even think that if Days of Future Past wouldn't have performed as well as it did, do you still think that that like this could have been? something where they could have worked out a deal with 20th century fox or do you think that fox is just like no yeah i think fox is like no i I think disney and fox have pretty pretty salty relations with each other yeah so i don't think that's happening anytime soon yeah i think it's just it's 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 a matter of time if these movies keep tanking keep tanking keep tanking Mm -hmm. you know if if gambit is bad Mm-hmm. If if for some reason apocalypse doesn't live up live up to what they want, even Deadpool. Um, but what do you think? What okay? What do you think? There's the X Men TV show that they're they're talking about. Yeah. Now, Marvel owns the rights to all the characters in the TV universe, so Fox has to get permission mm-hmm. to do an X Men TV show. What if? Marvel extends an olive branch and says, "You know what? We're going to let you do the X Men TV show." Do you think that that might open up a door later on? It's definitely a start. It definitely it's a start. It can't hurt, right? That's definitely a great way. I mean, that's brilliant thinking in the way to start a better relationship. Yes. Yeah. If the show is successful, if the show bombs, it's like, well, thanks for giving us the rights to something that's a pile of horse shit. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think it works both ways if the show's a bomb. Yeah. A way to drop the ball on us letting you try this right. out with our characters right. on TV. Right, right. Yeah. I, I think we could see – no, I don't even – no, I was even going to say I think we could even see like a crossover between the X-Men TV show and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. before this, but – Agents of Shield is already tied into the MCU. Yeah, exactly. It's impossible. Exactly. And and they're doing the Inhumans to kind of get away from mutants. Yeah, the Inhumans feels like the big middle finger to the whole X Men franchise. Yes. Well, that and then you know changing like yeah. in the six one six, the Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, like you mentioned a few episodes ago. Yeah, they're not mutants. No, they're not mutants. Yeah, they're Correct. Inhumans. They're not even Magneto's. Children. And they're not Magneto's children. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just the whole Inhumans thing is like the big fuck you to the X-Men franchise. Yeah, yeah. It's like we don't need X-Men. We have Inhumans. I think Marvel should let them do their X-Men TV show. I think so too. I, it can't hurt. It can't hurt. It's a start. And let's see if that olive branch can like lead on to other things in the future. So. Yeah. People want X-Men versus Avengers. Oh, God. People want me and you definitely want it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm hoping other people want it. I, I think it, it'll happen. It'll be a reality within 30 years. I think so too. 
It'll eventually happen within our lifetime. I agree. Yeah. Episode 300, we'll be talking about that. AVX the movie. Yep. So, um, let's wrap up this Spider-Man news, unless you had anything else. No, I'm good on All it. All right. So, we're going to say farewell to the not-so-amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2, and we're going to say goodbye to Andrew Garfield. Are we? So, we're never going to know who the mysterious guy with the scarf is? In Amazing Spider-Man 2, I'm, what am I going to do? I'm going to lose sleep at night over I know, this shit. I know. We're never going to know. We're never going to know. Uh, yeah, my solution is never watch those movies again. It's an unsolved mystery. Well, who's going to watch them again now? <laughs> They're the most pointless movies ever now. They are. <laughs> so, uprocks.com yeah. wrote a eulogy nice. about The Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2, and I'd like to read it. Are you ready? Oh, I am ready. All right. Let me go ahead and... Get this queued up. Oh, I, I thought you were going to play Taps. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here we go. Here is the eulogy from Uproxx. Late Monday night, Marvel and Sony announced that they've agreed to what is essentially joint custody over arguably the most popular cinematic comic book character, Spider-Man. Basically, Sony still owns the rights to the character. But now, Spider-Man will join the Marvel Cinematic Universe, probably as quickly as 2016's Captain America Civil War. This seems like a win-win for both Marvel and Sony and appears like good news for all of us. It's hard to imagine Marvel President Kevin Feige signing a deal that wouldn't assure quality Spider-Man movies. So, no matter what that press release says about Sony retaining final say, Sony needs Feige right now more than Feige needs Sony. Story-wise, this means that Spider-Man will go through yet another reboot. And I can't help but wonder what we'll think of the two. The amazing Spider-Man movies in ten years. (laughs) I suspect we won't think of them at all. Which now makes them inherently more interesting. In 2025, the most popular website of the moment, Feedsting, or whatever it will be called, will run a post reminding people that the amazing Spider-Man movies exist. (laughs) To be fair, there's a chance that I'll be the author of that post. (laughs) A reboot doesn't physically destroy what came before, but boy, this sure does come close. Sam Raimi's Spider-Man movies will always survive culturally because they were, in a way, the movies that ushered in what we're seeing today. Plus, it's a contained story. (laughs) And it doesn't hurt that two of those three movies are pretty good. And the second one especially is really good. I'd be remiss if I didn't point out here that Spider-Man 3 even has its defenders. Jake. Yeah. yeah. Myself. I love it. There will be no revisionist history posts about the amazing Spider-Man movies. People generally do not like them, but no one hates them enough for an apologist to mount a contrarian campaign. And unlike the third chapter of Raimi's movies... They are not connected to a larger, more coherent story to some, the to, so that someone could say, no, you're missing the point. Here's what Mark Webb was trying to say. <laughs> Instead, the Amazing Spider-Man movies will just sit there as hollow reminders that not everything should spawn a universe of interesting characters that will one day all get their own movies. These are movies that had more of an eye on what was coming next than paying attention to what they were currently doing. (laughs) So, even with Spider-Man joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe, 
people will still watch Raimi's Spider-Man trilogy. But what has Sony effectively done with this announcement is light the Amazing Spider-Man movies on fire. Who is ever going to sit down and watch these ever again? Never mind for a second that they aren't very good, but that they have so many loose ends that are never explained. Peter Peter never does catch Uncle Ben's killer, something Peter just kind of gave up on. Anyway, halfway through the first movie. <laughs> Peter never does solve all the myster- mysteries of Oscorp. There are too many to even list out here. And we will never see Peter's father... <laughs> we will never see Peter's father's dumb subway station lab again. These are just below-average movies that now have no ending. The post-credits scene of The Amazing Spider-Man 2 basically announced, See you back here for part three. It turns out that we won't. <laughs> For the life of me, I've been trying to think of an apt comparison, but there's never really been anything quite like this before. Two movies that made $1.5 billion combined, but have zero cultural cash, uh, cash, and on their own, as a contained unit, make no narrative sense. The closest thing is probably Terminator Salvation. A Terminator movie starring Christian Bale, an actor people like, that no one remembers. Even though I swear it came out. (laughs) At this point, if I were Sony, in the last scene of The Amazing Spider-Man 2, as Spider-Man and Paul Giamatti's Rhino are charging at each other, I'd add a line that reads, And on that day, Rhino killed (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man. The end. That's hilarious. It brings at least some closure and actually makes it a better movie. Honestly, I feel bad for Mark Webb. He seems like a genuinely nice guy who, after his first movie, 500 Days of Summer, was given an offer that he couldn't possibly turn down and wasn't quite ready for politically. Webb had too many people to answer to. Producer Avi Arad, for one, who is not at all mentioned on this new press release, to the delight of many. Yeah. And wasn't in an, and wasn't in a position professionally to be able to say no. Webb is a director capable of visually stunning work, and 500 Days proves he has heart. Mm-hmm. The chemistry between Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone was always considered one of the few positives of the Amazing series. But his Spider-Man movies will be only remembered as what happens when you make a movie with no good reason, other than to extend a contractual obligation. I've seen people on Twitter publicly expressing their sorrow for Andrew Garfield. We kind of forget, because he's been too busy with the Spider-Man for the last few years, but he's one of the best young actors working today. He's the lead in a Martin Scorsese movie. Garfield will have a long career. I do worry a bit for Webb, and I hope he gets a chance to make something, again, as unique as 500 Days. But these movies essentially don't exist anymore even though they do and feature one of the most popular characters of all time. These two movies will be forgotten. Their shining legacy will probably still best summed up by that awful Electro head Blu-ray box set. (laughs) Somewhere right now, I can only assume that someone at Sony just threw a slow-motion enhanced lit match at that Electro head. (laughs) Be gone, you. That's awesome. That's, I love it. That was a great eulogy. <laughs> that was a great eulogy. So, Jake. I loved it. We say goodbye to Andrew Garfield. Goodbye, Andrew Garfield. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. All right. Ugh. All right. We're going to stop right here. Jake. Yeah. Are we doing Star Wars news? Let's fuck it. 
Fuck Star Wars news. Fuck it. Make them wait a week. Make them wait a week. There's nothing huge this week, right? Um, a little bit. Yeah. One more week? I made them wait last week. Make them wait another week. <laughs> Make them wait another week. Make them wait another week. <laughs> this was Spider-Man centric. Yeah, let's not draw away from Spider-Man. Yeah. Let's make it the grand fucking finale. I know this isn't our longest episode ever, but... It's not our shortest. It's not our shortest either. But I had a lot of fun this week, Jake. It was fun. And, yeah, Kingsman, Spider-Man, these are the things that we needed to talk about this week. And don't worry, Army, we're not getting getting away with... We're not not doing five, six-hour episodes anymore. Yeah. We're taking a little bit of a break, making sure we get done early. I know I'm really excited to watch the SNL 40th anniversary special tonight. Yeah, I'll be watching that, too, and then I'll be watching... Um Walking Dead and seeing off which uh, African American character they want to kill off this week. <laughs> which colored character is going to get the bite the dust? <laughs> uh, Benedict, get out of this podcast. <laughs> Let us know, Dan West, if that was horrible or not. Yeah, like is that like a thing that they still say over there? Yeah, racially insensitive Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> So yeah, let's not sell Spider Man short. Yeah, you'll get you'll get to get home earlier than usual. Yeah. And- have us have us a little bit of a Sunday night. We'll have Frank back next week, episode eighty. We'll be doing our emails. Um, what else? Oh, Fifty Shades of Grey review. Fifty Shades of Grey. I'll be I'll be imagining Aunt May in every single one of those. Get to listen to Frank giggle for about fucking twenty minutes, <laughs> thirty minutes. That's going to be an uncomfortable podcast. It is. It is. But we're doing it, and that's the reason we're going to do it because I know that's what people want to hear. Why does Frank have to think about Fifty Shades of Grey? Yeah. So that'll be exciting. That's yeah. the big question on everyone's mind. What will Frank rate Fifty Shades of Grey? I know. That's what this podcast has become. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck my life. <laughs> Frank's going to have 50 bottles of Grey Goose. Yeah. <laughs> uh. All right, guys. Episode 79 in the can, just like all good leftovers say. On their doggy bags, thank you for your patronage, and thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Later. Next week, y'all. Thanks for listening to Pop Culture Leftovers. Congratulations. I don't know how you did it. I couldn't do it. You people need a T-shirt saying, I just listened to two hours of nonsensical crap. Anyway, if you'd like to reach the Pop Culture Leftovers cast, you can email them at comments at popcultureleftovers.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at PC Leftovers or like their Facebook page. They'd love to hear from you. They're all pretty sad and lonely. One of them is homeless, but I didn't say that. There's already like 7 million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat. But it's all been done before. We don't want to be a copycat. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps. By the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good it, toss it, good it, taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's mix it, can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over counterculture. Pushovers, pop culture. Leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. Original and good have already been done before, so we should separate the wheat from the shaft. And we're the shaft, the crap, even though we're the shit. Woo! We're the leftovers picking up the scraps, dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good 
toss it good and taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it. Can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over. Counterculture push over. Pop culture. Leftovers. And with the uncool kids. What's to say has already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it. Can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over counterculture. Pushovers. Pop culture. Leftovers. And with the uncool kids. What's to say has already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture. Leftovers. Hello. Hello. Yeah, you know, you're a fucking idiot, Brian. <laughs> what happened? I had, dude, input to input, uh, output to output. Like, <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot, dude. <sighs> Shit.